Support for the Hella Tired podcast comes from the one and only Manscaped, who is the number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Were you aware of this, Zach? Uh, I was not. Uh, yeah, in case you're like Zach and don't know shit, dude, right now, let me just take you to school real quick. Um, yes. Manscaped provides any and all products you could ever imagine needing to keep your uh, family jewels, a.k.a. your ball sack and your dick, um, well-kept, smelling great, healthily refreshed. Dude, well, do you even think about pH balance when you're thinking about your own balls Shall I write this down? maybe man or just at least take a note if you're listening and you don't know what i'm talking about it's time to learn go to manscape.com this thing called the perfect package has a whole bunch of good shit in it dude it comes with the lawnmower 2.0 it comes with the crop mops it comes with the fucking ball toner and refresher it comes with the ball deodorant and ph balance control shit bro with a shirt comes with a travel fucking pack where you don't even have to take anything that's all in just one package dude no pun intended i'm just very excited about this product bro this is week four um and dude i I, you know i feel i feel so weird being this excited about a product like this but i can't not be you know i mean you've you've shaved down there yeah you know what i mean it is fucking frightening dude uh yeah pure panic pure panic and you do nick uh, if you care and you want to get the, the close shave, you nick uh, all day, bro. But I'm telling you, man, this lawnmower 2.0, I don't know how they did it. I swear to God, dude. I, I think I've said this before. For like the first two minutes of me shaving down there with that thing, I was shaking. Uh, I was like, fuck, dude. Like, I yeah. still, I'm traumatized. And then by minute three, dude, I was just, <laughs> like, didn't give a fuck. I was trying to cut myself. <laughs> oh, I was being only real close with my balls because you know how it goes, dude. Scary times, man. And so I'm good down there. Uh, I'm ready for a dick suck. You know Congrats, what I mean? Man. Thanks, Congrats. dude. I, f- I feel great, and I really just want to show the like share the feeling with you guys. You know, so if you don't yeah. really, if you've never really thought to take care of your shit down there, just think about, just think about. Okay, as a heterosexual male, if I went down on a woman and their like vagina smelled like flowers and lavender and it tastes a little bit like honey, do you understand how much more like exciting it would be on top of it already happening, right? That would be fucking wonderful, dude. Well, do yourself a goddamn service and give your counterpart the same satisfaction, okay? Take care of your dick. Take care of your ball sack. Clean it up. Make it fucking smell good, man. Head over to manscaped.com and use code TIRED for 20% off and free shipping. And uh, I did not stutter. Code TIRED for 20% off and free shipping for your order. Thank you, Manscaped. I love you. Keep that shit clean. Hello, hello, and welcome to yet another episode of the Hell Tire Podcast. I am your host per usual. Bubba McComb, a.k.a. Sad Boy Shinobi, a.k.a. The Slippery Slope Magnetic Maniac, um, a.k.a. The uh, Lizard Larry, actually, is a new one. Um, I bring you episode number 46. Ooh, getting up there. Episode number 46, and I couldn't be any more excited. Um, I literally saw this man perform last night in what could only be described as the funniest and most creative zero word bit essentially i've ever seen you set it up and you did your thing and we'll talk a little bit about it uh just let i just want to let you know you thoroughly impressed me i was fucking cackling dude and like when you went to the ground to really really commit to the bit i had to like 
fuck with the camera to make sure I could point it at the ground and you could see it shaking because I was laughing so hard, dude. So, guys, uh, if you don't know who I'm talking about, that's your own fault. And that's okay. I forgive you. I'm just here to, uh, you know, heighten your your experience here on Earth as a human. So I'm going to formally introduce my friend, uh, one of my favorite comedians in Arizona, uh, podcaster, lover, uh, fighter, Mr. Zach Lyman. Thank you, man. That was uh, you're welcome. Dude. That was like super nice. Dude, Everything you said was, uh, you know. Uh, it, it was almost on like I almost didn't believe it. Like it was that nice. Where I'm like, is he, is he, is he trying to fuck? Maybe I'm not trying <laughs> to. It's just I'm not. You know, I'm not gonna say no. Uh, uh, no, dude. Seriously, man. I, no one has. Any, I don't have any room to be dishonest. Uh, yeah. No. I, I, I wouldn't have brought it up if I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. We could have talked about a million different we things. We could have. And I, off. I, I love that. Yeah. Uh, it's so a, great. I suck at taking compliments, which is Same, one, dude. But uh, I do know that you mean it yeah. because good. Um, good, good, good. Uh, I was thinking about this on the drive here. Okay. I love our friendship. Yeah. Uh, because, uh, the best way I could say it is it's so easy. Like, I feel like you and I are easily friends. Mm -hmm. I've never felt like I've had to pull teeth to have any interaction with you. I completely agree so far. So great. And, uh, I, I'm happy that you enjoyed last night because that is a bit that can go really bad or really good. And you know what? You can't, it's just, you can't like... I can't tell you, I can't have you repeat it, or I can't even tell them what the joke is, because audibly, expl- explaining it is not, it does not, you're not going to get it. No, I could write it down. Yeah. And you would be like, all right. Exactly. I've, uh, imagine, there was, was a great. moment in my life, okay. imagine, I'm sitting with a table of comics, Yeah. and we're all pitching jokes, we're doing a writing sesh. Awesome. And I go, I want to do an impression of a 2005 Nissan Altima CD changer. <laughs> it goes like, wah, 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 something like that. Uh, everyone at the table goes, uh, that's dumb. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. And they were right. And uh, somehow I was like, I'm going to figure out how to sell this idea. But yeah, you you're, you're, you're right. You're right. It is just a, uh, I can't explain it. I try not to okay. explain to people. You know what the closest thing I could, I could compare it to more creative than this, you know, and I think anyone that'll get the reference will give it that. But you know, like the family guy episode where Peter like falls and hits his knee. He's like, yeah. Ah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like kind of funny, but then it gets funnier as he doesn't just stop doing it. Time goes. And then it just, and then, but in your case, it's an actual sound. Yeah. So the more you make the sound. Yeah. The less it becomes like a sound. Does that make sense? Like, it's like a. It's like a moment. It's right. just a thing you, you, happening. You know what's happening now and like, oh, fuck, I get it. This yeah. is why this is this funny. Yeah. And you can't really explain it. And uh, you gave that to everybody last Thanks, night. Man. And that was, a, that was an awesome thing. I appreciate thing. that. Um, yeah. People I, are going to talk about that for a I while. I did one <laughs> joke for six minutes. You sure did. And it was of, great. <laughs> uh, the, the longest I've ever done it is 15 minutes, but wow, uh, six minutes is good too. That's full commit. We didn't it, now when you did it for 15, was that a panic move or was that uh, like oh shit, I have a, a 30 minute set and mm. um, I got through it too quickly. I only wrote 15 no, down for tonight. No, it was planned. Okay, that's that's pimp, dude. It was planned. Panic I was move like, wouldn't have been funny. It was like the first year that I because I wrote that bit years ago. As like like I said, I pitched it to comics yeah. years ago. Right, did not have the confidence to do sure. it. Sure, sure. Back pocket for years, yeah. and then one day I was at an open mic, and I was like, 
let's just roll around on the ground and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, right? And, Take uh, a break from talking for a minute. Yeah, and, and then th- that year I got booked on a bunch of random stuff, and I think I went on, I probably went on tour. Because mm-hmm. you, you think, do that. That's yeah. the thing Zach Lyman does. Sure. Uh, you, you, <laughs> your, your boy tours, dude. Uh, <laughs> and so I, I, I think I just, I was on the road, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, you do your setup, yeah. jokey jokes, and then I'm like, what about what if I end it with this weird? So thing? you, so you put it at the end, then. It's I can only do it at the end. You can't do You're that joke right. at the beginning, <laughs> or even in the middle would be disastrous, huh? Uh, sometimes I am so out of breath, <laughs> I can't even get out. Thank you so much. <laughs> Happy to be here, yeah. or whatever. Well, especially after doing it 15 minutes, man. Yeah, that would be like, that's, that's sometimes it's like I get more, like I roll around more, and it. I can't talking about it. I don't know talking yeah. about that on the podcast. I feel weird. No, yeah, uh, I, you got to see the bit. I, I feel it. I feel it. And, and one, one last note on that. I think that whatever. Whatever amount of rolling around you did last night was a perfect amount. I think if you were flailing, it wouldn't have been as funny. <laughs> uh, it, it's not a quick sound, so there shouldn't be quick motions. You know what I mean? Yeah. You rolling around at, at the pace you're making the sound was, uh, it was just, I don't know, man. It was Thanks, different. Man. It Thanks. was different. Anyone can agree that was a breath of fresh air from the normal thing that we see all the time. Thank you. You know, it was just great. And Thank uh, you. So, uh, snaps. Snaps for a second. Um, so now, uh, going back to touring, though, really, you do tour. Now, do you put all these together yourself? Is it like a, a, a year-long process of getting booked and pulling the trigger on it? Like, how do you... Okay. Do like I, I'm not asking you to fucking spill the beans and the secrets, it's, but like there's it, no secret. You, you do I it all yourself, say whatever. Because here's okay. the thing: uh, it, it's a lot of work, yeah. and uh, it sucks. Sure. Uh, like do it, like putting it together. Mm. Um, so I'm now 11 years into comedy. Thank you for your service, sir. <laughs> Salute. Uh, <laughs> I'm just glad. A veteran. You, I'm just glad you didn't say yikes. Um, no, dude. Okay, so eleven years in. So when I first went on a, a what you would kind of call a tour, sure, anything longer than three days that y- that, that you're you have on, to leave your house. Yep, that's a fucking tour, dog. <laughs> I agree with it. Yep. Uh, okay, so do I sound okay? Am I good? You sound great. Okay, Zach. Great. All right, awesome. Um, so uh, I started putting shows together in the Midwest. Because I wasn't getting booked in Phoenix. Okay. So you were living in Phoenix. I was living in Phoenix. But you wanted to get booked. Now, Midwest meaning what state like, specifically? Uh, South Dakota, Nebraska. So you wanted to get booked like out there. Colorado. I, I wanted to do shows. Yeah. In yeah, general. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, you know, some bar in the middle of a cornfield is like, I'll give you $400 to come here. And Fuck you're, yes. you're just like... Yeah, I don't know yeah. how I convinced you to do this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and uh, But you get there, and you realize it's a yeah. small town, and you are the only thing that's happening in that town that And night. everyone shows up. So for everyone it. shows up. Wow. Yeah, my joke sucked. I could barely it. do it. You know, but, yeah. like, th- what a good way to get better. Um, did, did you send it out on yourself? Like, is just you out there just doing a 40-minute yeah, like, set or what? The first time, my cousin kind of helped me because he I'm, – I'm from South Dakota. Okay. Uh, I don't know that. I, uh, moved here when I was 10. That's a good age. Yeah, great age. Yeah. And uh, – <laughs> but, like, you know, my cousin does a lot of music stuff. Okay. And so he kind of helped me the first time. Okay. And kind of put his own – Life on the line of like, yeah, book my cousin or whatever, and I don't think he'll ever do that again. But 
he, he did me a big solid. And sure. so just learning from that experience, and then I just have copied that every year. Okay. And then, uh, you know, I just picked different parts of the country. And at one point, it was just sporadic. Like, literally, like, yeah. oh, your bar will, I'll do it. Like, you okay. know, that's, I, I didn't have a plan. Now, do you, you go by yourself as a performer? Um, I try to take other comics with me as much as possible. But the thing is, is like, sometimes there's just no money. Yeah. And so I, I, that's like the thing is like, uh, you can talk to any comic where they're like, yeah, sometimes like breaking even on tour is great. You know? I hear that. I hear that a lot. If you didn't lose money, then you won. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you're like, wow, I just... Got a nice vacation, you know, like, <laughs> dude, right? And it's like, yeah, doing comedy shows is essentially working. If you yeah. have to, if you're obligated to be there, then it's essentially working. Yeah. But, dude, fucking, it is a vacation, man. Yeah, going so, somewhere unfamiliar and doing comedy, getting paid, and yeah, hanging out with the locals. It's, yeah, it's great. And, right? um, I so like when I first started doing it, there was no plan. Then, in the last three years, uh, maybe I grew up or something, but I just realized I was like, Oh, I should be trying to like rebook these places. Right. And like build a talk to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like have a good relationship now that I'm funny enough where they're not like, wow, we just threw away money. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, they're like, that was a good <laughs> show. He was a great guy. And yeah. then as I'm standing there getting paid, I should be like, can we just put it down for next year? Same day. And then uh, I started doing that, and that kind of like quickly builds out. That's great. You know, dude. every summer I know that I'm gonna go some places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the last two years um, has really just kind of blown up, and I've done more and more and more. And so now I'm kind of like, okay, well now it could be like I could be on the road the whole year, you know, yeah, or if something. You, it, well, if you keep repeat the process that you're doing, yeah, and people are on in your corner, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I remember the last, the last fucking flyer you posted um, on the this, before the last tour, you had quite a few dates, dude. You're like two yeah. weeks worth of shows, right? Yeah, I'm trying to go good, like when I when I'm like booking a tour, I I think like two weeks yeah. is good. Two weeks, ten shows. Two weeks, fourteen shows. What do you try to keep it at? Um, I don't care. Or however many you can fit in. Fuck it, it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I'll well, drive the. I'll do the seven p.m. show and then drive two hours and do the ten p.m. show. Oh, that'd be, I don't, yeah, of I don't course. Give a shit. Of course. Now, do you have a? What is like the most underrated? City to do comedy in, like you know, mm. like the South Dakota. Obviously, I like that question. Nobody is gonna think like, dude, fuck yeah, let's go to South Dakota and they do don't comedy. even have a comedy club. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, so like you bring comedy there, yeah. they're like, this guy's Richard Pryor, right? <laughs> so like, even in that sense, not in a sense where like, where did you go and play a club? You didn't think it was, I'm talking about like, what is like, where's the most you had fun? That's not you know, uh, fucking L.A. or a place Phoenix. I'm going back to. Okay, forever. Okay. Is uh, Missoula, Montana. Wow. And another one is uh, (laughs) Eugene, Oregon. Oh, dude. I heard very, very amazing things about the entire state for one, but Eugene specifically. But Missoula, Montana... That's fucking crazy, dude. Did the Roxy Theater out there? There's a Roxy in in Montana? Yeah. It's a beautiful old theater. And it's like the Roxy Roxy. Like, I don't right? know. Is it like a okay? Because I, I know there's a Roxy I don't theater like in. Pretend I know more about okay. this history than I do. There's a Roxy theater in um in Hollywood that's right. fire. Right. And I wonder if it's like their sister companies or something. Maybe or, hmm, maybe the first one. And but a legit theater. Y- yeah, legit okay. beautiful theater. Yeah. Uh, 
rented it out, and then I got to keep ticket sales, which is like a good move. Because then if no one shows up, I could be like, well, I only paid myself you know yeah. i paid and that's it like yeah, i don't paid. owe anyone that's right man Holy and i shit. don't have a bad relationship and they got their money so they don't care so you pay them a rental fee yeah. you keep your ticket sales and they keep whatever they make bar food and shit and it all yeah. just works out yeah we call it a day that's awesome man that's like my favorite deal that's yeah. why i like doing small old theaters in the middle of okay Montana. so that's your go-to then rent it out right so now. no one can tell you shit and right then if now. it flops and fuck it, no one lost except for you maybe a little bit. Yeah. A tiny break, bit. What The worst. I break even, give yeah. away some t-shirts, right, and right. they come back next year. People love merch on the road, huh? Yeah. They buy your shit up. Yeah, my t-shirts. Yeah. My t-shirts is like, there was a couple months, uh, this is a whole nother conversation, but like uh, there was a couple months I, I had a... a uh, uh, Instagram influencer that wore my shirt and uh, I basically like lived off those sales for like okay. a couple months. Okay. Of just like, okay, that's this is nice. Like, this is like a move. Wasn't you the know? naps and uh, yeah, comedy and naps. Comedy and naps. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, I had like <laughs> some perfect, influencers dude. get that shirt. Yeah. And then it was just kind of like, no, the, here's the perfect move. Has nothing to do with my comedy. Okay. Anyone can wear that shirt. Yeah. So. Uh, that's what they did. They're yep. like, I'll buy that shirt. I don't know who the hell you are or why but it's on the Zach Lyman website. Right. But I'm going to get this shirt because it's cool. Yep. And uh, It's a crazy I, world out there. Yeah. So, like, yeah. That's, that's a thing I learned from the road is, like, don't I don't put my name on my merch. No one gives a fuck. Who cares who about, I am? Yeah, ex- I mean, that's not I mean, Do you want to explain who Zach Lyman well, you is? Exactly. Pie till I die. I know that sketchy tank. I don't gotta fucking see it on the back to know it's sketchy tank. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, dude, yeah. I don't want. I don't want to fucking say yeah. it to say sketchy tank on my shirt. Like, yeah. it doesn't or, make fucking sense. I'm also no. just not a fan of uh, yeah. of uh, you wearing your joke. Yeah, like a punchline on your shirt. A punchline on your shirt yeah. because uh, you have to do yeah. that joke until you're you're out of those sales. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. that scares me because if I was sitting on comedy and naps and I had to do mm-hmm. a comedy and naps joke, could be hard. Now, could be a hard now, year. Now, can we, make, can we make the argument, though? <laughs> can we make the argument? We should absolutely get you cartooned into a 1990 Nissan Altima. Is that the year? Did you say? 2005. 2000, oh, I don't know where 1990 came from. I have pictures of the real car. 2005 <laughs> Nissan Altima. You just uh, kicking back in one. But, you know, that's... um. Again, that's a timeless joke. It's not like that's not the, the the joke doesn't get irrelevant as time moves on. It's a funny thing. If, Thanks, you, if you've ever had a CD changer, yeah, and if you're in the between the ages of I don't know twenty one and past that now, yeah. then you had to deal with a CD changer Those are at some point. Real sounds that my CD changer made. Then that's why it, I was laughing so hard because like the sound at first doesn't sound exactly like it, but the more you do it, it's like the more oh you my fucking god. It's exactly I, the sound. If I was in yeah. a thirteen-hour drive, yeah. and you're zoning out thinking about your set, <laughs> yeah. and then you snap back to reality, and you realize your CD changer yeah. has just been making a weird sound. You haven't yeah. heard music in hours. Yeah, but like the music is just the cadence of the CD changer fucking up. You're like, yeah. this is oddly soothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somehow I keep leaving it on. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, okay. that's crazy, man. So that's really cool. So you pretty much. You know, done it DIY the whole way so far. Yeah, because you, no one wants to do it for me. 
Uh, yeah, no one usually wants to unless they want to get paid. And you know what? I think there's a couple people out there in the world, and maybe yeah. maybe one or two in the comedy world that genuinely just want to help people. And if it comes back to them, cool. If it doesn't, fuck it. Yeah, like I'm but, all about helping people, but I also get like there wait. was when you start, yeah. you're just not good enough. Yeah, or at least I wasn't. I wasn't good enough for anyone to be like, "That's the guy I'm going to take on to right, <laughs> right, right. You know, or like a, a bar in fucking Montana, yeah. saying. Oh shit! We found this guy in Phoenix. Yeah, uh, from a video online. No, that's not happening. So like yeah, you putting in all the legwork. So yeah, yeah, is uh, it's a, it's admirable, man. And so when you go on these, now do you save up? What do you do to prepare for a tour? Like, do you have like a an occupation that allows you to just like cool uh, it whenever you need to? Yeah, I well, yeah, it's always forever changing. Okay. Uh, yeah, like sometimes I've just quit jobs and been like comedy, yeah. and then I'm like four months in, and I'm like I'm gonna kill myself because <laughs> I need I need something to do during the day. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, I'm yeah. sleeping until three p.m. every That's day. That's not healthy. And either. I'm not booking anything because I'm sleeping and I'm just doing the mics. It becomes like this whole tailspin. Sure. Where you wake up and you go, Oh God, I don't have any bookings next yeah. month because I'm lazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I I can see how that can happen pretty quickly. If quickly. You get complacent. Yeah. Uh, so. Luckily, um, uh, what, like, I don't know, maybe five years ago, six years ago. I, okay. Talking about jobs, I've had many jobs. Okay. I've had every type of job. I've even gone to school for things that then I later did and then quit and stuff. So, like, sure. uh, lots of occupations, as comics do, where we're just, like, trying to – any money – so I can do the comedy thing. Yes. And but five or six years ago, something like that, maybe even longer now, um, I started doing like freelance marketing. From I had some videos kind of get some traction online. Yeah, the funnier die popped, right? Uh yeah, or, yeah. There's some other stuff. But um uh, don't be so humble, Zach. <laughs> Where can we find you, dude? <laughs> oh my god. Uh so I had some stuff take off and I had companies reach out and be like, Can you make funny videos or just help us with sure. our marketing? And now I was like, okay. I have access to their money mm-hmm. and I can use their money to learn how to get better at marketing. Yep. And then we're just going to figure this out. And then I was figuring it out and I was doing good. And then I like worked with some companies and I had their stuff go viral. Okay. And then other companies heard about that and it was just kind of like jumping. Yeah, so yeah. I was doing freelance for all kinds of companies at first, all kinds. And then, um, in the last four years, I started doing for coffee companies. Okay, exclusively so, almost? Uh, yeah, totally okay. at coffee companies. So the last three years, I speak at Coffee Fest four times a year. What? And uh, all about marketing. And people that go in there that listen to my lecture, mm-hmm. it's like anywhere from 200 to 400 coffee shop owners. Okay. So then they're meeting with me, and then I'm picking up clients or whatever. You know, I'm, like, doing the whole shebang yep. that way, right? So it's like NACA for marketing. Yeah, yeah. well, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, it's, like we, it's, we, we. it's just so rare. Here's my niche in that is uh, I was a barista, mm-hmm. first one of my first jobs ever, always loved coffee, so it's rare that someone knows coffee that well. Sure. 
and knows marketing that well. Okay. And then has the background to back it up. So when I speak of these things, it's quickly like, oh, yeah, let's just call Zach for that thing. Right. Because he knows everything. He'll yeah. probably, <laughs> if he doesn't know it, he he knows a guy that okay. knows it. You know? That's a, good, that's a good person to be for a business. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and, and uh, for me, it's like I get to do an hour of jokes. You know, that's like. About <laughs> coffee and marketing, yeah, essentially, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, dude. That's fucking sick, so, man. I do my hour. <laughs> I do my hour special, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "This guy gets it," and then well, uh, he makes me feel jittery. So yeah, like I still to this day not as much, but for a handful of years, it would be yeah. like I would pick up clients, but they always knew that comedy is my first thing. Sure. So I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm going to work with you," but then I'm not. You're not going to hear from me for two weeks. Right, right, right. I'll be back. And coffee people are the chillest people ever. Dude, so they're they, just like, yeah. Sp- they really are, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, backpacking on that. Um, shout out to Cova Coffee for sponsoring the podcast. Hell yeah. Um, thank you guys so much for believing in your boy. Since I think I had like 93 followers, episode seven. Dude, I, that's I reached so cool. out to him and I was like, fuck it, dude. I was I was in this whole like new sense of like, I just have to, I have to just send the email, man. If I don't ask. How will I ever fucking get? That's that is the key, dude. And that's that is the key. It changed my life, man. Yes. When when Kova said yes, it changed my life. I was like, yes. Why? You know? And I didn't ask why ever again. No. All the things that I asked for that were agreed to upon that have benefited me, I've taken with honest grace and been like, thank you so much, yada yada. But these motherfuckers at Kova are the coolest goddamn people I've yeah. ever interacted with over the internet at least. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, they fuck with everything I do. We're, I'm doing another live podcast event um, November yeah. 9th and they're giving me like four $20 codes to raffle off and they just want to be involved, man. It's just They're just so fucking That's cool. Fun, and they're based out of Portland so it feels like it just me. It is yeah. It feels like it all should just be the way it is. Yeah. And, uh, so shout out to Kova, man. If you'd like uh, high-end coffee that uh, which creamer ruins by the way I found out if it's a high enough end coffee uh, creamer will just if it's a deconstruct the fucking coffee if it's bro. a delicious coffee don't you dare put anything I've, in it. I see I didn't know this until I started drinking Kova bro I'm serious and I'm not saying this they don't pay me to say this I swear to God Starbucks the sweeter the better Mwah, love it right and that's what I like grew yeah. up on a Folgers hit me with creamer and sugar no matter what you know yeah. whatever but. This is legitimately the first cup of coffee where... Specialty. Dude, it is just like, you're right. Putting anything in there is mm-hmm. blasphemous, dude. Yeah, don't ruin it. You know, even too much ice can really just... <laughs> ah, you know what? I wish I didn't do that. And I've never drank coffee black before, ever, willingly, unless uh, so, like it, was, it wasn't an option. Yeah. But Kova, man, uh, single source coffee, like the farms from all over the world. Nothing they source is from America. Um, which is probably better that way. Um, and, you know, any farm they work with, they have giant bios on the farmers, uh, where they're coming from, uh, their yeah. story, the altitude the coffee's growing out, the date it's roasted. It's just fucking, it's tight, dude. So, yeah. covacoffee.com and enter Kova5 uh, at checkout for $5 off your first order. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be in Portland and I'm going to stop in. Dude, so. I'm not kidding. If you're in Portland and you want to have like a fucking grand tour, I will tell him my comedy friend is coming. Dude, he was just on the podcast listening to the episode. They will fucking treat you like royalty. Guaranteed. I would love to. And I'm like, this is not even me. I'm not like, hey, talk to my people out in Portland. (laughs) You know, they know Tom Bubba sent you to take care of you. It's not, they're just that cool. uh, That's my thing though. When I tour and stuff, I find, I Google coffee shops and then I get tours. 
And because like, yeah, I've roasted you coffee, got, and you've got clout, bro, in the coffee world. <laughs> That's just how it sure. goes out here. Sure. Like, you know uh, what I am? I'm fucking Zach Lyman, bitch. <laughs> Four hours a year, I talk about coffee. Give me, give me a tour before I smack the shit out of you. <laughs> I do think that would go over. I think they would respect you probably like that, huh? They'd probably be like, damn, Zach, you're serious about your coffee. Come on, bud. Yeah, the, <laughs> coffee people are excited about talking about coffee they to are. people that know exactly what that is. Yeah, or just know? yeah, just enjoy it on a non... Yeah. I like coffee level, you know what I mean? And that's yeah. fine, whatever, yeah. as long as coffee's getting drank. But Coba mm-hmm. fucked me up, man. It They, they, uh, yeah. they spoiled me, dude. And um, Hell yeah. They're the, the the pictures of their headquarters in Portland and their giant. They have a, a few, I think, uh, cafes in Portland. Okay. But the one from like their main office where they do all the roasting and shit, it doesn't even look real, dude. Really? Like, I've never been to the Pacific Northwest in the first place. So, oh, okay. it's like fucking magic land to me. Like, yeah. I've always wanted to go. I've never seen anything green like that before in real life. Yeah. So, like, it's always been like just some fucking fairy tale. And they posted a picture of their coffee and like what outside the windows look like and i'm like man fuck everything dude i gotta get there so when you go to portland dude let me know and oh man i would love for you to like uh, you do like a vlog or some shit or some kind of okay. uh yeah i'll no, do i know I'm, I'm asking like do you do that when you tour any kind of like uh-huh. b-roll or behind the scenes stuff I, i'm gonna say i should i, I uh, think you should at this I, point dude i gotta get better at all that stuff i suck at uh it's okay man i suck at even keeping up with my instagram you know what and you know what's funny it shouldn't be hard it's the most low maintenance it is uh form of social media to ever exist your twitter is more demanding. Yeah. Facebook is more demanding. And it's funny because, like, everyone, like, my biggest, like, uh, where I get all my plays, everything yeah. is all Instagram, and I just yeah. suck at keeping up with it because I get so focused on uh, doing the live shows and stuff like that. Right. Trying right. to even keep Or up. even just getting lost scrolling. It's very, it could suck That's you true. in. That and just true. you don't remember why you opened Instagram in the first place sometimes. Oh, God, and you're like, yeah. oh, shit, I have a flyer to post her. Yeah. Whatever, man. You know, but um, dude, we all are just trying to get better out here, Zach. You know, I, I'd say that you yeah. have been and are on. I don't haven't known you very long, but it very seems very much the truth that you are on quite the awesome trajectory, and I cannot oh, wait thanks, to see where it takes you. Uh, it's been um, a long journey. Well, dude, but, but but you know what? That's really cool, though, man. Like, um, even now, I'm sure you can like already look back in retrospect and be like. That was crazy. I sucked at comedy, but man, that was a great time. Yeah. And those memories are so fucking embedded in like the love portion of your emotions, right? Yeah. And dude, so yeah, 11 years in comedy and you're not fucking have a Netflix special. doesn't fucking matter, dude. Yeah. Like I was just listening to um, your mom's house podcast. Yeah. You know, shout out. They're never going to hear it, but I love them so much. Maybe. Um, I'll send it to them. Yeah. Okay, cool, dude. Yeah. yeah, Hey, Zach Lyman. Um, coffee expert slash comedian slash entrepreneur slash tour daddy here. Uh, oh, my email's <laughs> been blocked? Oh, weird. Uh, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> but even the fucking Tom was like, dude, it took me 15 years to be a uh, a, a working comedian with, as like making a livable wage on, yeah. even, on even a slight level. I get that. Dude. And I'm like, okay. And I, I don't get discouraged or anything, but dude, like, um, yeah. 
I just like, okay, fuck it, dude. It doesn't matter if you like something enough, right? Yeah. You would have quit a long time ago if you didn't love doing comedy. You yeah. obviously can't get away from it. I mean, I sit you know? down every handful of years and I go, is this what I'm doing? Yes. And then, you know, I have that moment. And then uh, by the end of it, I go, what, what the fuck would I do anyways? That's, <laughs> see, that's, man, you know what? And I'm, I'm, very, I'm very new into comedy and like as far as um, longevity goes, but... That's another thing. Like I, I work for a company. Um, I guess I don't, I'm not gonna say the name. It's a okay. mushroom company. Yeah. Um, growing gourmet mushrooms, right? And yeah. like, um, I don't hate that job. That's what I wanted to do. Right. It's what I quit my job to do. Um, just to help out with that, watch it grow, try to be a part of something that mm-hmm. I believe in. Yada yada. Watch mushrooms grow. Just yeah, pretty much. That's it. You know, and um, and like comedy thing, yada yada, is fun. That's not like lucrative right now or by any Ever. means. But, but with everything in my life as shitty as it seems, like financial situation has never, ever been worse in my life. Okay. Um, my drive to just continue being progressive is like dwindled, right? Right. However, same question comes up just like maybe you had ended is what the fuck else would I want to be doing right now? This, yeah. Even though this is not my ideal situation, this is... My perfect scenario. Yeah. Um, this is exactly what I wanted to do. This is exactly where I wanted to be as far as like what I'm doing with my time. It's just not mo- money has nothing to do with it yet. And it's very stressful. But I wouldn't want to be doing anything else, man. At yeah. all. I always want to do is keep getting get better at comedy, keep meeting people, keep networking, and yeah. just, uh, just let that flower fucking You know, keep and that's like the thing is like I forget... Uh, I honestly forget how long I've been doing it because mm-hmm. it almost just doesn't matter in a lot of ways. Sure. You yeah. know, because it's like based on talent and whatever. You know, like there's so many other things. Right, right. Uh, I'm never filling out paperwork that says you have to do comedy for five years to do this That's thing. Insane, man. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's like, very I, exciting. And then I, I go to open mics just like all the rest of us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I work out the jokes. And so it's like you really do wake up and go, oh, it's been 11 years yeah like that's crazy dude i bet you that feels crazy yeah where it's like i'll tell a story and then i'm like that was six years ago like you know it's like this weird or uh, the other day i was like uh i was cleaning off my laptop and i found some like videos of like five years ago like open mic shit uh no, it was like a booked thing that I like okay. that I uh oh someone film like it was like a company came and filmed at this thing and it's like really good footage right and so that's why I kept it for so long oh, so and so I watched it and I was like that's not even the same person <laughs> right. I'm not even that guy <laughs> like the way I talked moved yeah. Yeah. looked even all of it I was like. Not like, but you don't feel that happen, right? It's progression. It's progression, and in eleven ha- years, a lot changes in eleven years. Yeah, even like, I mean, when I started, I was a stupid kid. You know, I was a child. You know, so yeah. it's like, it, yeah. So now, what? So what age? I'm not not the. I don't give. I don't think anyone gives a fuck how old you are. But what age did you start comedy? Then did you um, start before you were even allowed to go to the clubs? Type situation? Yeah. Or, well, okay, okay. Well, I'll I'll clarify that yeah. because you since you live here, you know. Uh, we have like twenty clubs right now. Right, it's a great have, place to like be doing so comedy. So many clubs I think. right now. Yeah. When I started, there was the Comedy Spot and uh, the Tempe Improv. Okay. And I don't remember if there was anything else. Now, was it the Comedy Spot or the 
Scottsdale Comedy Club. Um, oh, stand up Scottsdale. Stand up Scottsdale. I'm sorry. Yeah, N- not even that. Not yet. even that. Okay. Not okay. even so that. Before yet. then, uh, I was not allowed to perform at the comedy spot. Okay. Uh, because I call the website said call about the open mic and had a phone number. Uh-huh. So I called the number and he goes go to the website and I said well the website sent me the and he just hung up when I said that and sounds so, like Sean. Uh, so that was like my first interaction. <laughs> uh, a year later, I got banned forever. So uh, from there, from there, and then uh, the Tempe Improv I went to, and it was the old owner. Uh, who now does? He's not even alive. And uh, I, yeah. And I talked to him nervously as a child. You know, oh, can I get some stage time? Right. And he was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so Just looking my, at you, nah. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so my handful of first years was either I put the show on myself yeah. at, at some bar or restaurant that yeah. allowed me to. Or got thrown on onto like I did like a hip hop show like early on because okay. they're like oh we'll throw that kid in there he'll right. bring, he'll bring people yeah and uh, so it was just like random not comedy I was never hanging around comics so you're like eighteen nineteen right now yeah I was okay. like eighteen yeah eighteen nineteen okay. all the way until I was twenty one was it like I couldn't get in anywhere yeah and also there wasn't That's anywhere to get into but it forced you to be creative though. Yeah, it did. You know? Yeah, and do and were you hosting of, like, your own shows too? Hosting. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, headlining or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, like anything. Just make your own stage time, right? Make my. I was making my own stage time from eighteen to twenty-one for sure. Tight. And uh, a lot of coffee shops that said, "Zach, you can't come back here. You said shit on stage, and yeah. uh, we're not cool with that." Dude, I really want to know what occurred to get you banned forever from the comedy spot. Uh, so. Uh, and you don't. And if you I'll, don't no, want to use real names, fine. I told it on I don't my give podcast. A fuck though. I told it on my podcast. Okay. That's fine. Um, okay. Oh, by the way, guys, Zach Lyman. Uh, you find it obviously the link in the description. But the Zach Lyman podcast has been a podcast for quite some time now. You've had that for a minute now. I've had right? it for a minute. Yeah. Um. Probably less episodes than you. But yeah. I'm, it doesn't I'm, matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's, 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 it's the quality of the content. You know what I mean? Consistency. It does play a factor. However, the content has to be fire or the consistency don't fucking matter. You know what I mean? I, I completely agree. And so uh, if, you, agree. if you want to have a good time in your ear holes, um, after this episode, head over to the Zach Lyman podcast. Give it an episode to listen. Leave a fucking review and rating for me, for Zach. Uh, there's no way you're not enjoying this, at least slightly. This is Zach. <laughs> you know what I mean? So fuck off and just help us out. All right. Thanks, Thank you very man. much. I- I appreciate it. You're welcome. Continue. I appreciate it. Uh, okay, so uh, 2011, uh, I meet Howard, who owns Stand Up Scottsdale. He doesn't own the club yet. He runs a show out of a Mexican restaurant, a side room, and he's putting it together, and it's a killer show. Okay. It's like, uh, like we're kind of like what we have as new faces now. Here, okay, like a, like a showcase. showcase. All right, all right. Uh, we didn't have much of that happening then, but he was putting that on. So it was like me and a bunch of other new comics bringing people. Not not forced to bring people. That was like his thing where he's like, if you can, bring people. It'd be really nice if you could bring someone. Yeah, But <laughs> also, no rules. And uh, Any comics still doing it today that you can recall from that time? Or everyone just out Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I saw him the other day. I saw him the other day. Uh, 
um, Jeff Wiles. He Jeff lives Wiles? in New York now. He oh, was cool. here doing like a bunch of shows. So he was at, at that time. He was around here. Yeah, I met him there. Um, That's fucking cool. Uh, there's a I could th- there's a uh, give me time. I can think of a bunch of them. But, I'm um, sure. Yeah, yeah. But uh, okay, so I meet Howard. Uh, he uh, owns that place. I do like three shows for him at that restaurant, whatever. Okay. And uh, he's like, all right, man. And he's like, I'm opening this like big club. It's like a huge place. And I was like, that's cool. And uh, so I started doing like the open mic there and trying to like host or whatever. Stand up Scottsdale now. Stand up Scottsdale. Okay. Real club. Yeah. Getting some actually uh, some really good comics that are now like huge. Like Chris D'Elia was like I saw Chris D'Elia like 2011. Fucking sick, dude. Um, That's tight. Christina P did that. Um, yeah, like tons of people that are like huge now, just barely getting their. It was either like just popping off or you know just just Grinding enough to still. get yeah just yeah, enough yeah. to get the room full. Like how. Uh, never mind. I'm not going to put it out. Just go on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to throw any shade, but I um, have to. But <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I do a show at stand up Scottsdale at the club and my name's on a flyer and I go home after the show. I do okay with my shitty jokes and, uh, I go home and I have an email from the comedy spot and he says, Hey, I saw your name on a flyer at my competing club. You're never allowed here again. And I was like, hey, you didn't want me in the first place. So <laughs> that was all it took. That's all it took was that I you performed at there. a place that let me perform <laughs> versus him being like, you got to go. Hey, to the but website. you know what? That, that's <laughs> very consistent with everything everyone has ever said or experienced with that said place. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I, I really do appreciate any and every moment of stage time and opportunity. It's cool. But there are some um, business ideals that are very outdated and seems like there's a club in the Phoenix, greater Phoenix area that still abides by those. Um, yeah. Know, 1980s comedy. It, happening there. Come on. Right. I, yeah. You know I don't know, I mean? man. I have no, I, I, I'm sure I'm not banned forever. I'm sure I could probably do, but I really don't care. <laughs> at, at, at your, at your level right now, it's not worth it. The only thing that you could say that makes it worth it is the stage time in general, yeah, and the potential for new fans. Honestly, but other I, than that, dude, you're fine. It's fine. No, I just uh, I know? have a rule. I just work with people that I like to work with. Yeah, and yeah. I've if a venue is difficult, I just don't go back to that venue. Yeah, it, it's it, like I think it's good for both of us because obviously I'm coming at it the wrong direction. Yeah. Something about our connection together. It's like a you do enough business transactions, yeah, yeah. especially when I do marketing, freelance marketing. You're like, okay, I've done enough business transactions. Where I'm like, this isn't for us. Yeah, you will find someone that's perfect for you. Straight and up, and I'm gonna go have a chill time at the Roxy in Missoula, <laughs> Montana. <Right. laughs> hey, they love me over there. But they'll never treat me like this, dude. Oh man, do you have like a uh, a horror story, like a Booker or like a club horror story? Like, you know, you sure, you're not ever allowed back at the club. But yeah, but I'm talking about, like, something that bad happened. Because it I'm seems sure like, it. It seems sure like um, you wouldn't have very many of those. But I oh, know, I I know chances. I'm sure. I, I can vividly remember the simplest things. Okay. That now, like, 11 years in, you're just kind of like, meh. But, like, when you're new, it could really hurt. Yeah. Is uh, like driving ten hours and then getting to the show, and the booker is drinking at the bar, and he goes, "Show's canceled." 
And then you just get back in your car, drive 10 hours, and you're like, he could have called. No money? Oh, God. At all? No, the show's canceled. (laughs) Dude, see? That would be a problem for me. And I wouldn't handle that situation very well, I don't think. Yeah, but it's so... It's almost so... uh, you deal with that. You deal with versions of that so much in comedy that you're just kind of like, Damn yeah, it. of course. All right, I'll see you later. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, sure it is. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, all right. I've well, also shown up to gigs, uh, and someone else was headlining, and I was like, I thought I'm here to do, and they're like, oh right, uh, yeah, you want to do like ten minutes or something? And I'm being, like, I, I guess. Uh, <laughs> is the pay the same? <laughs> I mean, damn, dude. I think I, I mean, maybe, the, maybe that's my true calling in comedy. I'm just going to be like a business bodyguard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'll go with comics and stuff and be like, Hey, this change. I'm like, we don't give a fuck what changed, dude. You're going to pay us still. And the show's still happening. Yeah. Right. And they're going to go, what? And they're going to go, right. Yeah. And they're going to go, yeah, 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 for sure. That story that I just <laughs> told you, uh, the headliner felt bad and just literally gave me half her pay. It wasn't Good. much money, but, but she she was like, "Oh, that sucks." So you, yeah, and she was like, "They like paid her like up front or something." Was and she a local like favorite type type ordeal, or was she another? I couldn't tell you. Okay. I don't. I don't know. Fuck it. It's okay. So I, no. So no. Like genuinely like nightmare stories, and that's good. I mean, I'm sure if I sat and let thought downs. about it enough, but yeah, yeah. But no, I, I kind of like let things roll off. And you don't. And you don't have an offensive style of comedy, which is nice. Like I'm sure. It's that, weird I'm sure how you often can... I get put as a clean comic. Oh no, yeah, I wouldn't put you in that category. I guarantee you got some very good clean material, but I wouldn't say you're a clean comic. Oddly enough, I I could I could do many hours of clean. Yeah, like if I sat down, if you really went through my set, you're like, yeah. actually, all of that's clean. Well, so I'm saying most of it is this, the this far as premises go. It's not like, oh my god, what the fuck, dude? Like, oh yeah. my god, what is that gonna do? What is he talking about, man? Right. And you know, it's not that um, that's a bad style of comedy, but I just feel like the payoff when you get into like a really really like um, densely opinionated subject. There's so much fucking room for someone being subjective and being like, well, I get you know, it's like it's not really true. I don't. Here's the <laughs> thing, man. I don't sit down and think about like what gets me booked or whatever. You know, yeah. uh, I have a joke right now that I'm working on. That's four minutes. Actually, you've heard it. Uh, I'm, I'm working on a joke about it's four minutes about pinatas. Oh yeah. And oh uh, yeah. It's a weird, fun, it's, <laughs> it's but it's fun. like, it, it excites me, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like, I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah. I'm not excited to walk a path of shock, humor, me. weird, you know, like making people uncomfortable. Or, you know, I want to talk about pinatas. I yeah. really do because yeah. I'm from South Dakota and that's, they're new. They're still new to me. And so. So fucking funny, man. Thanks, man. I, I just, like, that's. You know, and, I don't know. Yeah, and you offer it's a fresh perspective. And I think for one. you and I spend enough time at open mics yeah. where I'm like, yeah, I don't want to talk about my dick. I've, nope. heard, I've heard enough. I don't want to talk <laughs> about I don't want to talk about online dating. That's for goddamn sure. Yeah. I don't want to talk about my wife or whatever. Yeah. You know? Um I used to have I, a I rule. Talk I don't have a rule anymore. Okay. But I used to have a rule for many years. Uh when I'm like uh I'm not, 
I, I used to have a rule that I just wasn't going to talk about my relationship. I was in a long term. I was like in a relationship for like five years. Yeah. And I didn't talk about it at all yeah. because I was at every club and I could just hear, my wife takes me everywhere. I don't know where we're going. She just takes me everywhere. Know. You know, and I'm just like, I don't want to do that. See, now I have, uh, I have a very similar rule in the same sense, but except some of the stories that come from my seven year relationship with this woman. Okay. Are fucking hilarious. Like, um, like she broke into my house, dude, and like, uh, I woke up out of a sleep, dude, right? And I look, and like she was standing in my doorway, and okay. she was just a shadow. Okay. And I was like, what the fuck? I literally thought I did the whole like rub my eyes. I can't. Is this yeah. real thing? You yeah, know? yeah. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And I almost said her name. Oh my god, it's been so embarrassing. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? She's like, I just want to talk. And I was like, what? Are you? I was like, show me your hands. I thought she was gonna have a fucking knife in her hands. Yeah. Because I broke up with her, and she was like, right. not having it type shit, like cuckoo shit, yeah. right? And uh, like, show me your fucking hands. She showed me her hands, and she had nothing in her hands. I'm like, oh my god, dude. So she like climbed in my bed, and like you know, just laid next to me for about 15 minutes, saying nothing. And she's like, I love you, and she gave me a kiss, and like went home and shit. And then like three months later, I proposed to her. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, there's some humor in that somewhere. Baba, I have to tell you, you look like a guy that would have that story. I love, dude, I, this is going to, and I'm. this is not a degradation, dude. I love crazy bitches, dude. No, you look like Out the guy that's once. like, yeah, she uh, keep my car again. Yeah. No, uh, no, the wedding's on Thursday. She's yeah, punched I- me in the face. <laughs> She's thrown mirrors at me. She has uh, thrown uh, entirely full cups of iced coffee at me in my car. Yeah. I've kicked her out of my car before physically. Right. Um, we've had, it was a very, very toxic relationship from the time I was 16 to about 22. Wow, man. 23. Wow. Yeah. It's like, uh, couldn't, couldn't get away from it, bro. So you're just like, you don't want to talk about that on stage, though. No, I, I do. But I, I don't want to talk about like, well, my girlfriend brings me like that, that yeah. fucking hacky shit. Yeah. I want to talk about the time where I thought my girlfriend was going to for real fucking kill me for trying to right. leave her. Right. And then like, she was so fucking crazy. It like drew me more. Like, yeah. You know, I want to make something like yeah. different. If you're going to talk about a fucking relationship, talk about an experience that you don't think anyone else has had. Yeah. Don't, don't well, try to I, be so relatable. I, it feels that's like fucking why I don't cheap, have, you know? That's why I don't have rules anymore. It's because... Because uh, you know what's funny now. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's I think, also I like... I think that's what it is, bro. I think, uh, I think you can also credit. just like... Um, you can just write something way not how people are going to think. Like, I, one of my favorite things to do in comedy is to take a hacky premise and then... Maybe the setup is the hacky premise, sure, and then lead it down a path where they're like, "There's n- no one else would have ever thought of this." Yeah, and my yeah. my uh, like I have one bumble joke, and uh, it's literally where it's like a, or it's like I I just ask the crowd if I can read my suicide note. Basically, that's like what <laughs> it, like it's like. I, can I read you my bumble profile? And then it's like it really feels like a suicide note, and they're just like, oh. Like it's not right. any right. Almost, I could replace Bumble with any other word, yeah. but it's technically a dating joke, and it's yep. technically a dating app joke. Yep. And, 
And so it's like it falls into that like I don't want to hear another one of those. And I'm like, but, but then this you do want to hear it. It's so <laughs> <Yeah>. weird. <laughs> yeah, it's and dude. it's gotta be super weird though. Yeah, um, I respect the shit out of that dude. So I like doing that, yeah. but like I also get that like that's. It doesn't always land, doesn't always work, or like maybe it's not what I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I just, I, I used to think there were so many do's and don'ts in comedy, mm-hmm. and then you you go on stage and do a noises of a CD changer for six minutes, and you're like, no, you can do anything. And arguably one of your best jokes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's fucking crazy, dog. It's crazy. And I, I can't wait to have that much material at least written down and maybe like halfway worked out to where I can s- take a step back and like, how uh, long have you been doing it now? Um, just over a year, just over a year. Just past and a year, how yeah. much material do you think you have that but like you would I actually can perform do? Yeah, I'm doing, well, you know what? I've done 20 and okay. it felt fine. Like, um, it was a stretch, but I felt, I felt paced and stuff. Okay. Um, a couple of like low moments, whatever, like, right. But you're it. like, I can, I can get to the finish 20 line. for sure. But Saturday I'm doing 25 and I'm panicking hard. Okay. Okay. And uh so I don't know what that's going to look like necessarily but um I I I can do 20 minutes um and not hate myself afterwards. And that's right. about where I'm at right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not uh and and so you'd think uh, cuz this would be my next thing. So you're saying you can get to 20 but uh, you could kill a 10-minute set. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, I have a 10-minute set I'm very proud of. Right? Like, yeah, that's, that, what I, that's what I, I mean. It's timed it's like, out. I've you can worked. get to the goal, but uh, yeah. if I was, like, filming TV tomorrow, you're like, yeah, 8 to 10 would be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 10 minutes. When I'm t- I, I did 6 today, and it felt so rushed. I felt way yeah. less funny than I usually am yeah. because um, I've, I've punched up a little bit of, yeah. of my 5-minute set, which makes it longer. You're right, and I ha- only had six minutes. It took exactly six minutes for me to kind of power through it a little bit, and it yeah. felt very uncomfortable. So it kind of it feels kind of cool knowing now that I have to leave that five minute set, but all any yeah. of that five minutes behind and start working on a fresh. Um, yeah, I mean, having know. twenty minutes in a year in, I think that's like pretty good. I'm proud of myself. Yeah, I'm I proud think of that's myself. A good amount of writing, um, you know, and it feels very hard to keep doing it and to keep quote unquote polishing it, you know, or making it. Yeah, it's always. full potential. Whatever you're talking about. Yeah. Um. So it has been a little frustrating having to do so much of the same material, but now. When I'm ready to do it, it yeah. feels great. Like it's not, I'm not unsure of myself. I know when I need to give a little extra pause if I have the time to do it. I know that, um, you know, if, if someone, if the, if the crowd doesn't laugh at this part of the set, right. that I might need to just leave this one part out of, of it already, just based off of the chances that they might not laugh. Yeah. Just replace it with something and not too much like on the fly shit, but yeah, it's just a. Uh, yeah, man. It's fun, dude. I've had nothing but fun doing this shit. I've met such cool people, a couple of assholes that I don't get. I don't, you don't have to put time into effort or in effort in them. Yeah, it's all, all about energy, just, relationships, stuff like that. Yeah, I. It is, man. Uh, I love it. Yeah, you know, I had, uh, I had a weird goal actually the last two years is I had a realization that I'm, uh, since I like lived on the road for so long. An hour was like what I wanted to do. Yeah, and so that then, you're happy with, or just oh, whatever yeah. the fucking hour oh, was. Like, I, no, I I love doing hours, and okay. I've, the last two years, it's like uh, I'll get to fifty minutes, yeah, and I'll be like, oh wow, that it's over. Like I always like right, it just went right. so quickly now. Okay. But here's a weird thing: is at some point I couldn't tell you when I couldn't 
I, you asked me to do a four to six minute set, uh-huh. like the most polished, really give Zach as a person four to six. Yeah. And okay. like, really just like, like if you're like tomorrow you're doing Letterman yeah. and you need to be like, who is Zach? How do we get that across in six minutes? Sure. Uh, for the last handful of years, I would have really struggled in six minutes because mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I need the 20 minutes to get my whole right. weirdness and all that. So my goal for the last two years has been to figure out how to do really short sets that are like me. Okay. That like get across who I am, how I am as a comic. Okay. Give my voice. And also Not just Not necessarily like, writing for the sake of writing, but putting yourself strictly like just who you are in the writing like literally yeah. like well, that well it's like because my hour is like every uh, every year i try to write a new hour but like that's my, fucking intense dude <laughs> it that's so is. sick um but like when you're when i'm putting together the hour it's like always kind of like it feels like it has a theme you know like okay about anxiety or depression or a breakup or life changes or goals you know like all these are different so kind of hours. You write an hour on all different subjects, like, or it just ends up being that. It ends up being that. Okay, okay. I, it's not like at the beginning of the year I go, "This year's about depression." Okay. It's like, I was like it's like damn. December comes and I'm looking and I'm like, I have 45 minutes that feels like okay. about my ups and downs with depression. You know, like it's like gotcha, gotcha. That's uh, that's how it's been. You know, like when I went through the major breakup. Yeah that just kind of bled through to my comedy, you know? So it's like 30 minutes was about traveling the country and 30 minutes was about going through a life change of a breakup. Right. And then, uh, and then after that, it's like anxiety and traveling and moving and growing and person. And then this last year, it's like last year I got diagnosed with liver disease. So it's like a lot of that bleeds into it. Right. Shout out to weight loss though. <laughs> hey, you look yeah. great, man. Oh, thanks man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel thin. I am thin. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, bro. Oh, quick sidebar, dude. Yeah. My dad fucking loves you, bro. Oh, oh really? Oh my God. He was Dying. He went at the Roman Oasis open mic. Him, him, oh, and, my, okay. him and my mom come out sometimes, and uh, you were you were there. You and Savannah were there that day, and uh, dude, you fucking such a fan. Oh, such a sweet. fan. So, uh, shout out to Dad. I guess uh, I don't even know if he listens to these. Oh, nice. But shout out to Pops, man. Dude, um, uh, but continue though. Sorry. Okay. No, I. Uh... First off, I want to shout out, dude, uh, a year in and you're running some of the best open mics. Thank you, dude. Um, I really appreciate every time I've gotten stage time from you. Of course. It's always been great. I've never had a bad time. Um, and so thank you for doing that because uh, we need we need unsung heroes, you know, that are kind of putting together shows locally where I can go up and work on four minutes about pinatas and they're dude, like cool with it. It is... Uh it's there for everybody. It's just, but it's sometimes it's just a fucking pleasure, dude. It's always a pleasure when you come through. Oh, thanks, and man. Share your comedic outlook. Um, I'm glad when anyone comes through and does any kind of time, no matter how good or bad they do, whatever. <laughs> but it's always just like, oh, it feels good to laugh. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah and sometimes yeah. you laugh at so at, at how bad someone's doing, and that feels good too. But a, a deserved laugh feels better. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
mean? You're and like, so, oh, this is what I'm trying. Like everyone's trying to yeah, do that laughter. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm um, being completely honest. I have no reason to be. I'm not. I'm not like a. I'm just doing this because I'm a good person. I'm doing this because I want to fucking laugh more, and I want to host. I love hosting. Yeah. So, um, you know, I hosted at. Uh, Catalina's a couple times and oh, I was nice. like I was like, Oh, I love this. This yeah. is really fun, right? Yeah. And uh I hosted at a uh fucking No, I think that's it actually. Just Catalina's. I was like, no, fuck this. This is awesome. And then it got shut down. I love hosting. Oh, dude, it's great. And so I wanted to start an open mic anyways, and then now that I was excited about hosting, I was like, well, this has to happen. And the two places I started at, dude, it couldn't have been smoother sailing. They were so on board. The people there already yeah. were great before yeah. I even mentioned it. They were cool to me and just like I wanted to put it back. Yeah. You know Ro- what I mean? So Romans is the opposite of the world of me. Yeah. For but most people. Every time <laughs> yeah. I've ran into comics and they go, hey, I saw you did Romans. How was it? Immediately, I'm like, totally worth the drive. Fuck tight, dude. It's great. I had a great time. Thank you. There was an actual audience. Right? And uh, Yeah, just like fucking uh, Missoula, dude, or whatever <laughs> the fuck you said. There's not shit to do, so everyone just comes. Dude, I... You want to see comedy and for free? Here's, like, here's the thing. <laughs> I also... Uh, I think it's from being on the road so much. I never judge an audience of like how they look or right. whatever. Because if it's funny... You'll get them. Dude, I swear to God. It's never so, the audience. Well, actually, I take that back. It's, it's sometimes it the audience. It can be the can audience. Be, but it's usually not. It's rarely the audience. Yeah, yeah. But it has been. <laughs> because <laughs> I, I learned my lesson. Okay. Uh, I lived in Louisville for four years. And when I lived in Louisville, that there Kentucky? was yeah, Kentucky, beautiful, huh? Gorgeous. Oh, dude, I've, one of the most beautiful places. And very I ever cheap lived. to live out there. Mm. Dude, I'm gonna say no. Hey man, uh, I uh, was paying the same rent that I was paying in Phoenix. So that's what I'm saying. But you're in Kentucky. Phoenix out cost of living is pretty fucking low. You could buy a house out here for pretty cheap. You could buy a house and you can buy a mansion in Kentucky for like 150 thousand. No. no, I was bro. living in an apartment and I was paying eight hundred dollars. Well, that's a month. your fault for living in an apartment, dude. <laughs> the fuck you doing out here, Zach? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. Right, Anyways, Kentucky boy. So I, I'm living in Kentucky. All right. I've done comedy <laughs> for four years in Phoenix. I moved there with the idea of like I'm okay at comedy. Not my crowd. Didn't get my jokes. They're not Phoenix. It's and Kentucky. immediately I was like, oh, it's them. And then I was watching people go up and crush it. And I'm like, oh, no, I suck. (laughs) I just suck at comedy. (laughs) And I would get off stage, I don't know how many times, and I would be like, yeah, man, they just don't get me here. And then I would watch a dude go up, like... And do jokes that I thought were funny. So it's yeah. comedy even I enjoy. Right. So I can't be like, that's not, he's just doing some hacky, whatever. No, he's doing things I like. And I'm watching them die laughing. And I'm like, oh, I just got to get better at this. Straight up, dude. And that moment was like, okay, I, I'm never going to blame the audience because it's not the audience. It's not. It's not. It, um, it really isn't, man. And sometimes you just don't know. Sometimes it's your fault for not knowing the audience, like, or not knowing, I guess, the general vibe of a room and maybe um, understanding where you are. Um, Here's a quote I really like. Uh, A booker told me this. Uh, He said, a good headliner relates to the crowd. A great headliner makes the crowd relate to him. I love it. And I like that because it's like, I can go up and talk about pinatas and get everyone on board. Yeah. 
everyone. And it's like, but it's relating to me and how weird it is to like, I'm opening it up as like, it's relating to me. Yeah. It's your, your job, I guess as a comedian, yeah. To be like your most heightened self is to present like what you think your shit's funny. That's why you wrote it down. That's yeah. why you want to go on stage and yeah. talk about it. Because you're in your idea, in your mind, you're like, "Holy fuck, this is hilarious." The hard part sometimes um, is relate, not relating, but making your perspective relatable. Right. right. Not relating to their perspective. Yeah. But like, that's see, a real see challenge. How this is funny. Is walking like, them to your thought. Fucking hard. That is so hard because yeah. it may be a brilliant idea, and another comic notices you have a brilliant idea, but it's just not there. And you could either give up on it, yeah. or you could keep polishing it, or you could be like me, and you're like just gonna force it for four months, and then cry about it, and then force it for another four months. But then it ends up working. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But- <laughs> Anything. That's what I'm saying, dude. And that's what. Um. And I, I don't have any room to give advice necessarily, but like. If you think it's funny, it is funny. It's just you have to make it. You have to say it in a way that like uh, paints your perspective. Like not just how you thought about it. How you think about things doesn't make sense to everybody. Right. That's why it's an art form. You have to fucking figure out how to articulate what you're thinking and make sure everyone understands exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And and most perspectives aren't going to be unrelatable because so many people think of so much different shit. Someone's thought about pinatas and like not your premise, but a, a joke about pinatas exists somewhere it. in the world. I guarantee someone else is like, is not a weird concept. It's a different perspective. It's a different you know whatever view through the lens. Yada right. yada. I'm sure that someone yeah. has a sandwich joke, but I fucking that is my. I wrote a joke about sandwiches, whatever. Okay. And I fucking love sandwiches, bro. Yeah. Like that's my jam. Mm-hmm. I'm actually passionate about it. The whole thing I talk about wanting to be a food fetish webcam model with like a ski mask yeah. and eating sandwiches. Like that's real shit. And I think that's hilarious. Yeah. And turns out a lot of people also think that's pretty funny. Yeah. Because you see like me being genuinely passionate about. Well, it's about, relatable. And it's passion. Right. And uh, I'm just easy I'm to big, enjoy. I'm big into the idea of whatever you're passionate about that day, write about it. You know, sometimes oh, I end day up. Day to day? Work. Yeah, dude, I write Ooh. every day. I write every day. That's where you're. Passionate. That's why you are where you are, Zach. Oh, whatever. I have such a hard. <laughs> so now you don't write in joke form. You just write your thoughts. because uh, I'm terrible at writing jokes, man. I just uh, talk about I, my thoughts until mm, they sound funny. Eventually. I know I write weird because I, if you can't tell on stage, obviously I write weird. Yeah. Uh, but no, sometimes I do write setup punchline. Literally, that's how I thought of it. Okay. Or it's like the pinata idea. I was in a car uh, with my friend, and I was like, aren't they weird? And we just kind of like riffed for a second. <laughs> yeah. You know? And then yeah. I'm like, all right, well, now I got to fit this into something. Yeah. Uh, so like, it, I don't know. But I, I forced myself every day to write for an hour. Uh, it used to be like an actual, like when I had a day job, I was like, yeah. every day I'm going to go write for an hour after work at a coffee shop. Okay. And now it's like tradition of every day where okay. I just don't even realize I'm doing it. And then all of a sudden I have my notebook in front of me and Fuck. I'm writing. I need to do that, man. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, I set, um, I'm big into setting goals. Okay. So I, at the beginning of the year, I set a bunch of goals. You aim for the stars, land on the moon type of stuff, you know? Oh. And uh, like I bought like a really, I, I think you've seen me carry it around. I had that really thick blue one mm-hmm. notebook. 
And I was like, I'm going to finish this this year. I finished it in like five months. Damn. Because I was so motivated to be like, I got to finish this. And uh, I need to find out what activates that in me, dude. I've only accomplished like two goals I've ever set out in my entire life, I think. Um, mm. Uh, as a comedian, small. Not, sorry, that that sounded very exaggerated. I knew what you mean. I mean, you, what you yeah, mean. in my whole comedic I, I, thing, small goals yeah. and big goals, man. It's a mixture. Yeah. It, like a small goal is like uh, uh, I did this in school. Like the, this is something I learned in school. It was uh, like, let's say your goal is to get a Netflix special, right? So you write Netflix special and then you work backwards. So you're like, well, how do I get there? Well, if I had a Conan set. I could get closer. Okay. How do you get a Conan set? Well, I got to like audition. Okay. And then you like keep walking and you'll realize you'll get down to like what you can do today. And today is you can write two jokes. Damn. And then you're like, oh, wow, I'm going to get my goal by the end of the year. This is what I needed, man. (laughs) I know this podcast is for the people and shit, but this is what I needed right here, dude. That was beautiful. Uh, someone turned this off. Like Man, <laughs> no, don't do not turn this off. But and that can apply for not just being a, a comedian. That that's that, everything. Yeah, that literally can apply to any goal you have in life. That's a really good way to look at it. Yeah, because um, the the goal itself should get you excited. And if you're never if you're never looking at the top because you're still at the bottom, then it could be discouraging and you could fall off. But if you yeah. like every day, you're like, all right, dude, that's right. Netflix. And you just like, I need to do this. Remind yourself. Uh, I don't know. Man, I just have a really hard time, like not self-motivating sometimes. Yeah. But as comics, I think it's check, naturally dude. that we're, we are drawn. Man. I think, I, I think uh, we all share that trait where it is. We're very, uh, can be unmotivated or dealing with our own shit in a lot yeah. of ways. And uh, so I feel you on that. And yeah, but it's like, that's why I set year goals and not month goals so much. Okay. And so, because I, I give myself a break a little bit. Cause, okay. You know, like, like I told you, one of my goals is to write a new hour every year. And there's been a couple of years where it's like mm, more like a year and a half, Zach. You didn't really get there, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So now what, you've accomplished those goals year in and year out. So let me ask you this then. Yeah. Um, you have? Do you have thirty minutes that would just absolutely fucking destroy whoever you want to destroy? I don't know, man. No, come on, bitch. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Zach. You've got years worth of material. <laughs> I've uh, I've witnessed fifteen of it that I know I could vouch for. Okay. At least sporadic fifteen. Okay. Different Thanks, shit, man. I appreciate so, that. So, how come? Not how? What is preventing you from doing your own little self-produced thirty-minute special? Uh, well, I did my CD last year. Okay. So I released a CD that was 45 minutes. Okay. Um, this year I am going to film a special. That's an hour. A whole hour? A whole hour. And it's going to be mostly the stuff I wrote this year. Okay. And, uh, that's like a goal I have. I don't, I'm not, I don't, I'm not telling you I have like any secret plans right now or anything set up. But I just told myself at the beginning of the year that I'm going to film uh, by... I'm going to at least be ready yeah. to film by December. Next and year. I think just of uh, this year. Ooh, so very quickly. Yeah. So, oh, like, shit. I want to be ready for it. And so uh, that's why I bought that big notebook. I worked through that whole thing because I said, by the end of this, I have to have an hour. You know? Right. like oh, it, yeah. It's yeah, so yeah, yeah. thick. Yeah. I was like, that just makes sense. Thick with and, two seats, uh, 
I did have an hour that I wrote in that notebook, but I cut it down to about 30, 30 to 40 minutes okay. that I am okay with filming. Okay. And now, as we're speaking right now, I'm working on a, a next 15 this month Fuck yeah, dude. that I'm really liking. And then I'm going to do that a couple more. And then I'm just going to be like... I, I'm also big into the idea of manifesting. Yeah. So I'm putting it out there that I want an hour. And I feel like that's just going to draw in someone that wants to work with me mm-hmm. or some situation that maybe sparks in my brain where I'm like, oh, I could just film this show. Right. And that'll be great. You know, because like I have stuff on the books for next year yeah. that are beautiful venues that I'm like, oh, I could just film that one. Right. You know, right. so. Yeah, it's just one of my goals, though. And you're well, you're, you're going to get there, man. It, Thanks, it's, man. It's, yeah. It feels like as long as you have the finances, the only thing left to do is finish your hour. Right. It's that's, that's it. It's a money thing, really. Yeah, it's, kind it's of. always a money thing. I, I could, I mean, technically, I, I could film an hour right now if I had a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you, and you want it to look yeah. good, as good as possible. You don't want a couple of homies out there with um, some Canon 60Ds. Yeah, no, just, I'm, I'm ready you know? to have like some good footage, you know? Yeah. And I'm sure, the, yeah, like you said, the places that you're about to go next year, I'm sure they offer services. Right Maybe. or no, or guy find or out something's been yeah. better. You there's, know. there's a couple of people here, not in the valley necessarily. Uh, Mark Silverstein um, has yeah. very. I mean, the audio uh, you can just get straight from the board. So right. the camera shit is, you know, yeah. not attached to the audio. Thank fucking god. Yeah, that that's developed. But um, him in the valley would be awesome. Uh, and then Matt Santos. I'm yeah. You know Matt. Yeah, I know Matt. Okay, yeah. He uh he. F- did um, uh, Steve Simone's special when he was out here at the House of Comedy last year. Oh, really? Year. That's cool. Filmed it and recorded it, and he released that Jabba album, nice. and a lot of it well, Matt had helped do. And uh, so yeah, there's some people in the Valley that would probably help do it. And I'm sure any fucking club out here would be <coughs> happy to have you. <laughs> would you want to do it in more like an intimate space? I like, don't uh, I go back and forth on that. Okay. You want like a blowout, huh? Well, it's... I- uh, if you haven't realized, I'm not a showy guy. No. So, but who wouldn't uh, want to fucking? I've always kind of been attracted to like 40 seat venues. Oh yeah, yeah. So like in about. a lot of ways, right? Um, there's a lot of like small venues in my life that kind of like I've had really good moments at. Um, I did my CD at Comms. Oh hell so, yeah, R.I.P. Dude. You know, I could have I could have done that anywhere, yeah. and I was like, "That's forty seats and low ceilings. Yep. It's what I want." Yeah, and uh, especially for the audio, audio man, perfect. But then at the same time, it's like, yeah, you know, if I want to sell it to Netflix, maybe they're not interested in a forty seat thing. You know, my material yeah, would sell I, it. I don't, I don't right? know what they look for. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I yeah. haven't had that meeting. You know, maybe yeah. if I had that meeting and they were like. No, we're looking for eight hundred seat theaters. I'll be like, well, I guess that's what I'm doing. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, but no yeah. one's gonna tell you that, right? Who knows? Fucking stir crazy would be nice. That's like a hundred and thirteen. Oh yeah, yeah. It feels very intimate. Yeah. Um, stir crazy would be cool. But I'm sure there's fucking. Yeah. Not not to put anybody down. I'm sure there's. I mean, Tempe Improv was built for specials. That's uh, they built it back in the day. Fire, uh, dude. David Spade did his there. Fire. Mitch Hedberg did his uh, 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 CD there. That'd be very cool. Um, just to have your name in the 
bucket of people who film their show. <laughs> yeah, <there>. I don't <laughs> think it'll ever be sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, David Spade did the special there. Zach Lyman did this. Dude, yeah. fuck you, man. You never, dude. Uh, honestly, <laughs> you never know, dude. It, it all really just comes down to whoever um, is willing to put the work and time in. And uh, I'm nowhere near that. But you are a legit, like, not, not no. Again, I feel like I preface this too much because I just want to make sure that my sincerity is coming off proper and I feel yeah. like it, it does. So I don't have to do this. No, you but, don't have to do it, but I'm not going to blow smoke up your ass. Cause you're here. Okay. Right. I wanted you to come on the podcast. Right. I'm a fan. Thanks man. Whatever. Right. Right. But like you are a perfect example of like what every single young comedian or just even fucking middle of their fucking like as far as tenure ship goes, yeah, five year comedian, whatever, how much right. work you put in, you are a perfect example of like what it could continue to be. Like you are doing your own tours, you've got hours worth of material. You're gonna film a special you wrote this year, which is like a workhorse ethic type shit, and it's not gonna <laughs> suck. There's no way it'll be fucking top quality. And I don't know, man. I just feel like uh, I-, I needed this. I needed this podcast more than I-, I wanted it. But I didn't know until Ain't we started no talking to you. having a bad you know I mean? show in the middle yeah. of a cornfield. I'm just going to play this episode where you say nice things to me. Bro, <laughs> it's just like, and like, but that's a cool thing. Like, I can't wait, dude. I can't wait to eat shit in Nebraska somewhere. Like, yeah. I want that experience. You that's, know what I mean? You know what? That's, you know, that gets yeah. me through some shows. Yeah. Is I think back to like how five, five, six, seven years ago, mm-hmm. Uh, I would have murdered someone for that shitty show. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, for and sure. It goes back to when you asked me, do you ever take people with you on the road? I try to as much as possible. And uh, it, it's always people that are like happy to be here. Yeah. You know, like they're just like, dude, yeah. I'm just, you're going to give me that much time in front of your fans or these random people yeah. or whatever it is. And, yeah. uh, and you're going to let me, I can, you can sell your merch. You can, whatever you want to do. Right. It's right. like, I'm a chill person. So yeah, it's like, yeah, I try to keep that in mind as I do the small, cause when you're on tour, some shows are amazing and some are literally like four people and you're just like, whatever. Yeah. That, that's with whatever. Yeah. If you're not an absolute, if you're not at the peak the pinnacle of performance in right. your craft. Right. Then, yeah, that's how it is for everyone. Bands, mm-hmm. fucking comedians, rap, fuck artists yeah. coming to go to the fuck. Man, I've seen some of the most dismal. I I have seen... See, that's the thing. Like, rap is such a... Uh, I won't want to say ego, but, like, it's a very aesthetic performance-based... It is. It's very Art aesthetic, form, right? Yeah. And when you go and uh, there's like no one, you walk in on something, this guy's just rapping on stage and he yeah. looks like a fucking mess, dude. And he's not doing himself any justice by the way he's dressed. Yeah. He's fucking, he's got a backtrack playing. He's off tempo with his shit. Right. That is a thousand times more embarrassing than watching someone bomb on stage co- comedically, I think. Yeah. I truly feel that way. Like, yeah, I'm it happy rough. that it I'm is. not starting at the fucking bottom of a fucking hip hop career. Yeah. You know, it just, dude, it's something about that. It just also, so like, it's so like clout know, based and all this other stuff. God, and at least yeah. in comedy, I can, I could have zero dollars in my, zero dollars in my bank account yeah. 
and I can convince you that I'm good at it. You know what I mean? Right. Where it's right. Like, you're very right. I, yep. c- I could just be like, no, 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 you're not getting it. I'm very funny. <laughs> yeah. With with like rap, you're just yeah. like, no. <laughs> exactly. There's no, <laughs> there's no mm. way this will get better in the next yeah, 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 yeah. 10 minutes. No, <laughs> we all heard it. This beat is not going to change. There's going <sighs> to be that car horn the entire time. <laughs> Man, I saw this dude at Joe Bot one time. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you. Dude, I had there to is nothing <laughs> crazier to me than an open mic rapper. It is the worst <laughs> fucking thing. Do ever. it at home. Do it at home. You Release it get, on SoundCloud. Yeah, <laughs> you can get better at home. You don't need to go fucking <laughs> test your skill you on open mics, you know? If we if we didn't have to, we wouldn't either. But oh, we have yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. So why would you do it when you don't have to? Man, <laughs> this dude, let me paint this for, this visual for you. Okay, all right. I think I've almost described this guy. I think it was like a this one of my other guests, Ash, and we were we were okay. describing like our picturesque fuck boys, right? Like what that uh-huh. what that looks like. And right. what I'm about to describe is very close to what I think I did describe that episode. This guy was wearing like a Pokemon, but it was like a mass print of like the okay. starter, the three yeah. starters, just fucking plastered all over the hat. Right? right? It was. Whatever, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not the worst hat in the world, but goddamn. And yeah, it was yeah. a flat build one. Complete, Buy that Walmart. Complete flat build. Just a Walmart. Oh, you already know. Yeah. That or possibly Hot Topic now. You know Hot Topic? Maybe. Is, you yeah. Know, they're, they're, anyways, so he had this hat and he had like, um, I can't even describe this haircut anymore because skater hair doesn't, isn't it this style that I'm trying to describe now. You know how like when your hair gets long enough, it starts flipping? Yeah. He starts flipping. Like, yeah, and it does it, When you wear a hat. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had like that. Very, very greasy, dude. Yeah. All right? Okay. And, you're, you're you're so far describing me in 2007. Keep going. And on. I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of describing myself right now, which with a different hat on, right? Um, no. And then, so this guy had that, and he had a, a backpack on that was just huge, bro. Like, he had <laughs> so much shit in that backpack. Like where it's got the three zippers? Yes. Oh my god! Three compartments, you yeah. know, multi yeah, yeah. compartment. You already know the fucking backpack I'm talking about, <laughs> right? And so he had like fucked up, yeah. hand cut jorts, you know, like yeah. jean, but they weren't like um like oh these are nice like regular fit jeans. They look like fucking jinkos. Are you describing our high school experiences? Yeah, Is dude, that what we're talking? I'm about? telling you, yeah, this guy never fucking graduated. <laughs> He's still. I'm about to perform at prom, bro. I'll fucking beard it out and shit. Man, this guy he invented time travel and decided to come from our sophomore year. Pretty fucking <laughs> much, man. This guy was so much to take in, and he had a uh, flip flops on, which is a consistency with a uh, psychotic behavior, um, mm. especially mm. when you're a grown man in public. And it's not that like, oh, I gotta air my feet out. There's other options, right? It's the fucking sound, dude. I can't. Come on, right? I uh You can hear someone coming, I fucking hate you, dude. Seriously. I I'd rather take you drag your feet for as long as we're on this trip. Don't I, not fucking wear chocolates, bro. I would rather you be barefoot than sandals. Oh, 100%. Now, at, at least that's a decision that I'm like, I get. You know what? And you know what? For as, as as much as I hate the look of Birkenstocks, I'll accept that. They stay strapped to your fucking foot. Yeah. yeah. Even slides sometimes. 
have the design enough not to make too much noise when you're walking. Okay. Them. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. But the fucking flip flops, bro, are just uh just a shitty, yeah, shitty, shitty thing to wear. Um and shitty people wear them. I'm telling okay. you, man. Uh every I'm not saying everyone I wanna, that's I hit make their wife that, uh, was wearing flip flops. <laughs> But I'm saying everyone that ever has hit their wife uh, was for sure wearing flip-flops. This is my voice, and that's Bubba's voice, and I did not say those words. Uh, I'm just putting that on the record, that uh, Bubba said those things about sandal people. And uh, yeah, Dude, you know what, man? And if someone ever would come at me, like, <laughs> I'd be like, shut the fuck up, dude. Listen, listen to you being this psychotic right now, fucking defending your sand, your footwear. Yeah. Like, And you know what? If you are the guy, yeah, or or woman that I'm talking about that wears yeah. chocolates and beats their fucking spouse, right. then fuck you. I don't want you listening to this, anyways. Right? Don't need you. Yeah. Other then you shouldn't be offended. Otherwise, yeah. So, um, you know, you can you can disclaimer all you want, man, but I I, I know what I'm saying out here. Yeah, yeah. No, Bubba has got some strong point of views on sandals, and uh, I'm okay with that. Like you have your strong point, and, you know. But sandals too, it's too encompassing. It's not sandals. It's flip flops. Right. It's the fucking thongs, flip flops, right. chonkas, whatever right. you want to call it, dude. It's bothersome. And, so this guy's uh, a ra- guy, this guy's a rapper. That guy was performing. <laughs> <laughs> that guy and uh, the treble on his mic was mm. all the way up. Yeah, of course. It sounded so bad. Right. Um, couldn't rap on beat if he wasn't high on Vicodin. You yeah. know what I mean, or whatever pills he was on. Mm-hmm. It was just the most embarrassing thing to watch. So m- I, it's I, rough. I usually don't ever have to leave the room from embarrassment because I really love it when people that deserve it just suck so bad. But he had no shame. He yeah. thought he was the fucking sickest motherfucker to ever come through Joe Biden. like, I'm dude. crushing it. And I was like, this guy isn't embarrassed. I can't even fucking, I got to step outside because I don't even know what to feel right now. I think you need that, though. I think, Ooh, like, in comedy, know. in comedy, yeah, okay. I think you need, for the four, first four years, a little bit of delusion that you're doing good okay. at some level. Okay. On some slight level you're like no i like this joke and it is funny and i got those <laughs>, laughs and it's all good i think you need that and then i think you need a wake up call <laughs> years in where you look back and you go wow what a nightmare that was i'm glad i'm not that guy yeah and uh but i think and i so that guy might actually make it i believe oh, no. in that guy no 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 no, no zach Let's meet back here in 10 years. <laughs> no, listen to me, man. Listen to me right now. I'm telling you right now. Sometimes you can like see it in some determination in someone and you can see the potential for skill in right. that area. This guy was in his 20s, no yeah. style at all. Yeah. At all. No actual skill of right. rhyming on time. Right. Of keeping a beat of anything at all. Right. He's not going anywhere, dude. You, now, there you, are some people that suck that will make it. Baba, that you, guy's done. You just described my first three years in comedy. No. So I can't take that stance with you because I I was so bad that people were like, please don't come back here. But like, you looked like that? I no, Also, Zach. I dressed like an idiot, I'm sure. Not like that, dude. You did not. And actually, kind of. But, I had a trucker hat and a front flip in my hair. You know and I had at the time, that was ring. fucking fresh, though, dude. I, I, eyebrow ring mm. is very concerning. 
<laughs> Very concerning, Zach. It, I had an eyebrow ring. Yeah. And I had a mohawk for a long time. All right, so that that, that actually that actually takes away from it a little bit. Yeah. If it was like a punk thing. I was it, punk it, skater. Okay, so that makes it less. And then I concerning. weird weirdly went punk skater, like just full on, kind of how I'm this nerdy guy sure. now. But then you kept the eyebrow ring though. And I kind of kept the eyebrow yeah, ring for too that, long. You see, if if you met Zach at that point in life, um, I guarantee you probably not his friend anymore, and that was a bad call on your part. But I could see how they're like, I can't. I can't. This guy looks normal with an eyebrow ring. He's, I have, he's hiding something. I have friends yeah. that saw me do stand-up in the first yeah. two years. With an eyebrow ring? Yes. Okay. And they will never watch me do stand-up again. I will invite them to shows, yeah. and they'll be like, I'm, I saw it. Hey, man. It's good. <laughs> hey, dude, listen. You know what, dude? Sometimes you just try to live through life with an eyebrow ring, and... <laughs> And you just don't get respected for those years, but as you're as a punk skater, totally yeah. whatever, dude. It's just like, oh fuck, I guess. But um, just kind of a, a, a nerdy guy, a normal yeah. nerdy guy with the eyebrow ring. Yeah. That's got to say that. I mean, that just screams something very. I, I, I do want to get back to one thing. Please, let's do it. Um, what are your goals for this year? The, okay, so this year's rounding out right now. Okay, within the next year. So, like, the like, calendar year, or the next, like, like, 365. Next 12 months. In comedy? Yeah. Um, what do dude, you want to do, Bubba? I really do. I really want... Okay, here... Okay, I do have one for real I goal. know you got some stuff crawling around. I want to be trusted to be able to host a show at any... Anywhere, period. Uh, and I want to do that okay. by just... Hosting as much as I can now. Okay. Um, I love. You know, I'll still do spots. I'll still get booked and still put in the work at the open mics and whatever I need to do. I've been lacking at the open mics a little bit, um, which is okay. My life has been a fucking kind of a mess yeah. lately, so it just was fine. But this next um, like year, I'm like, no, dude, hosting. Like, I love it, man. And I'm getting a couple of small opportunities to maybe get my. Yeah. Little tiptoes in or yeah. whatever, and I think I'm I'm a good host. I think that I'm a more consistent host than I would be okay. a stand up comedian at this point. Okay, because I like I'm fine with talking. Yeah, you don't have to be a fucking killer comedian to be a great host. You know what I mean? True. And different so, skills. Yeah, and so I really want to be the most. That. This is something yeah. you already do, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm going to give you a compliment right now. Okay. Oh, um, one of my main things about when I host. And something you are already crushing at is you have to be the most likable person in the room. Tight. And I think you're already a very likable guy. I've always enjoyed my company around you. Okay. And I can easily see that just transferring to the stage. I've seen it. I have seen you host. And uh, I think that's one of the most important things because I say that because you're bringing up comics and you're doing this. You're going between the comic mm. and you're saying that last guy was terrible. But this next guy <laughs> right. is very funny. I know I said that about him, but you're now going to believe me about this next guy. <laughs> and they have to believe you. Yeah. Even though the first eight times you were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think you do that very well already. Thanks, I think you're man. a very likable guy. Thank and you. And if that is your goal for the next 12 months, yeah. I aim higher, man. Because... Uh, I, here, I'll knock that off. I'll knock it off your list. I'll have you host a show for me. Well, and I appreciate that. Yeah, I, done. Yeah, and you knocked that. You have eleven months left 
to knock out well, other goals. Well, no, I mean, I mean, not not to be. Uh, no, 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 I mean, okay, hold on, let me rephrase that. Not just like to get booked as a as a host, yeah. on an event. I'm talking about like to be like known as the host that you can like. Oh shit! Yeah, he's gonna okay. be fine. Yeah, like get Bubba on this show. Like have right. him host it. Okay, um, the, you want to be the go-to? Yeah, like I, I yeah, I, I feel like dude, not. Plenty of people that are great at hosting or, or good at hosting that yeah. host all the time, mm-hmm. all over the place. I see people at different clubs do hosting differently, yada, yeah. yada. And I I do think that I can host a show just as good as, um, you know, the people on like a maybe like a new faces level, like the entry level hosting at maybe a club or whatever. Yeah, the um, tryouts is what I call them. Yeah, and I think I'd be fine. And yeah. I, just wa- I just want to be like, 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 oh, okay, cool, like... Yeah, you're like I can do that. We, we were and, right, and yeah. he's good at it. Okay, yeah. cool. We, we can. And the improv have him is back. like we'll have him do the showcases for yeah, a couple months or, or wherever. You know, you yeah. or anyone doing a show. Um, I uh, I'm trying. It's not finalized yet, but I'm trying. Um, to finalize me hosting a portion of the Arizona Hip Hop Festival. Oh, that's and, like, cool. I just like it, dude. I really like it. Yeah. And um, so that's I'm, like me and coffee, where I'm like, yeah, I'll host whatever, dude, whatever, you know? dude. Yeah, because it's my thing. I yeah. will literally. I don't give a fuck what it is, dude. Like I will come do it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, because yeah. yeah, I I don't think that it's it's um. I don't I don't want to say this the wrong way and like offend anybody. I just think it's for me personally. I think it's easier at this point in time for me to be like, okay, I know I can go host this well, rather than I know I can be funny for fifteen yeah. straight minutes. Yeah, and like that's what they're counting on me to be. Right. I'll still be funny as a host. I'll still do my five or ten minutes. Yeah. Whatever you know. But then you know, I, I like to just make sure that um, I'm not. Uh, Creating dead space between comedians, talking too much, working or too out little. material, yeah, all that you fun know? stuff. Yeah, and, I, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what's important. It's like your first five to ten minutes that you open with, don't even remember it. But I do remember you between the comics and how you brought up that other guy, and you yeah. mentioned that awkward moment that happened. Yeah. yeah, I remember all that, and that's what keeps the show yeah. moving and feeling good. Yeah, even yeah. to only remember the comedians is a compliment. Yeah, for you to not be anything other than not an issue as setting a host. up the next guy perfectly. Right, knowing his energy, knowing that this Credits, this guy was wants. like. This guy was really high energy, sure. and this guy is low energy, so I need to buffer between I bring up the okay, low yeah. energy guy. Yeah. All those little, tiny, little things that go super unnoticed, but someone like me is going to be like, oh, yes, that dude knows how to do it. Okay. I saw him do that. That's perfect. Right. Yeah. Or even like I saw someone hosting the other night, and they w- wouldn't set up the mic stand for the people, and it oh, bothered yeah. me so bad. Yeah, I was one. just watching... <laughs> How, like, the mic stand was just everywhere, like, all over the stage. And I was like, no, center of stage, put it, get it ready for the next comic, you know, welcoming space. Like, I have my own little weird things of 11 years of comedy that I'm, like, nitpicking. Yeah, well, for the people that care, I want them to be, like, cool. Yeah. People who don't care, fine. It doesn't, it literally doesn't matter. Yeah. Honestly, for me, yeah. you can have the mic stand on the ground, yeah. and I'm like, I'm still gonna do uh, weird noises into a microphone. Yep. It's gonna happen. So, yep. <laughs> so yeah, that's um, that's that's a goal for sure. And hell as, yeah, as far as stand up goes, I I really don't. I just want to keep doing stand up, man. I want to keep. That's wanna, a good goal. I, I want to um, just keep going up, 
write new material. I don't Grinding have like it a, out. I don't have a, a minute goal, you yeah. know, but like I want to, I want a new 15 minutes yeah, for sure, at least to go like feel as good as I do about the one I have now. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. Um, if I can put two and two together and make it flow somehow, that's 30 minutes. I guarantee you that you're going to write that new 15 mm. and you're going to look at your old 15 and be like, I used to love that. I, this yeah. new 15 is crazy good. That'd be cool. You're going to feel that way. That'd it's going to happen. Tight. You know what is um, already springing some pretty good uh, material, my friend, is uh, my experience getting on food stamps. <laughs> it I, was I a dismal comedic experience. Yeah. And I got turned down for food stamps in yeah. 2008. So Yeah, it was... Uh, Hilarious, and I've got some, some, um, some, some funny stuff. So you I'll, got I'll, accepted. I'll write it out. Are you on? Oh yeah, I'm good. Good for you, man. Thanks, man. I need it. Yeah. I, oddly, it was It wasn't like a. Let's see how much I can get out of the. I need it, bro. Yeah. yeah. I was like, fuck, man. Every dollar I spend cannot be on food right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Can't. Yeah. And yeah. so I went and, and got that taken care of. I'm trying to get on some access to. Hell yeah. I'm just doing, just doing what I can, man. Yeah, man. I'm trying to fucking... I want to start skateboarding again, bro. I have no health insurance, though, so I can't I do did it. that. And I, I got scary for a minute. Oh, yeah. Because you're, I... Are you, we're the same age, right? 28. You're 28. Yeah. I'm, I just turned 29. Okay. I just turned 28. Cool. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, and I... Because I remember we talked about graduating class the same. Yep. And... Um, oh, nine. Right. Yeah. So... <laughs> Uh, I have a GED, but yes. Um, <laughs> Whoa, my uh, bad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but it would have been 09. Uh, but yeah, like uh, I wanted to get healthy. I had like this weird kick in my brain. Yeah. And then I started skating again. And I was like, oh, my knees and my body is not my I'm 28. You know, like, and just <laughs> falling, falling, dude, falling hurts it's different so dude. much. now. Oh, my God. <laughs> And I did. I was doing a lot of it. I was a like, rock could get in my life, dude. Yeah, you know, a yeah. rock in the wrong place could and skip I, me to death. I hurt my elbow, mm. and uh, it, that's what made me stop. Because you shit about I, it. I huh? couldn't straighten my arm for like a month, and I was like, I can't, I can't do this. I live off of t-shirt sales. I can't be out here breaking arms. Yep. And <laughs> the fucked up part is, again, you can't go get it checked out unless you're ready. To f- put up the money for them yeah. to tell you that it's not broke, but here's a sling. Yeah. My, I just, I'm just now paying off my liver disease stuff from last year. You know, like that took forever. Yep. And that's just like, you know, I couldn't avoid it. Imagine, right. it's imagine <laughs> if I broke yeah. some arms knowing that I was like, I did that. You right. Know I mean? Right. Yeah. It's yeah. It's not like uh, <laughs> you're being irresponsible. Yeah. It's just, it, it was just my body. Was like, oh, okay. Well, I guess we'll do it for you. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you don't want health insurance, bitch. <laughs> Dude. God, God is just like a fucking access, uh, an access. Uh, I had the word in my head and it felt funny, um, but. <laughs> Now it it's was completely good for a gone. Moment. Yeah. yeah, fuck. <laughs> Anyways, man, god damn it. That's the. F- I think that was the first uh, legit brain fart I've had on the podcast in a while, where I was like mid sentence, and I was like, oh, "This is gonna be good." Yeah, but it um it wasn't. So it must have not been that good, honestly. So it's probably best that you guys didn't hear that one. Tune in next week when he Tune finds in, out. Yeah. Oh, next week on. Do your best. What uh, do you do impressions at all, or any kind of voice? 
not even a voice of someone, but like I, I want I want to hear a sentence in a different voice from you, Zach. Oh God. No. Anything. I'm horrible at all of that stuff. Don't I even try to sound like anybody. Just I need it in a different voice right now, dude. I'm okay. not kidding. All right. Let's Say whatever on. you want. <laughs> I feel like there's so much pressure for me to do a different voice. No word. pressure, but okay. there but I am expecting you to do a different voice. Right. Can you do one first? Yeah. What do you want me to say, dude? Uh, um, just say, happy to be here. Happy to be here. I hate that I asked you to go first. That was actually pretty good. No, it's not, man. It could have been way worse. could have been like, happy to be here. And like, you know. Yeah. I want to hear it, dude. Okay. I want you to say, happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Being to be here. Yes, dude. Yes. That was like a constipated, maybe half Japanese man. Uh, no, I was thinking. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was thinking uh, nervous accountant. Very nervous accountant. Just like and he just sat down in the meeting and he was late and he's okay. like, mm, happy to be here. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, had, I just had to hear it again real quick. Okay. I had to hear it again real quick. That's fine. Yeah. Well, thank you for that, man. Yeah, thank um, you. Uh, we're going to wrap up this podcast here pretty soon, but I can't. Oh, okay. I thought we were going to do another four hours. No? We okay. were, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I can't, um, I can't. There have been legitimately a couple of people that says for me to not ask this question anymore. Okay. But um, I don't understand why that would ever be a thing. Okay. And uh, I don't give a fuck about what they want. Honestly, um, they get what they get. Top three favorite cereals, please. Ooh, okay. This is important. Uh, We didn't really cover this, but I do have allergies, so that plays into effect. It's fine, dude. But uh, Lucky Charms. Easy up there. That's never been up. Okay, that's a a new uh, top three. Very respectable. Respectable. Yeah. I said respectable. I knew what you meant. God damn it. Words are hard. And Sometimes Lucky Charms. Okay. Fire. Ooh. Top uh, of all time or no specific order? Lucky Charms is the fucking goat for you. Mm. I'm like in the mood guy. Everything is about what it. my mood is. I feel it very hard. Okay. Like anything. Okay. What kind of milk are we talking about though? Oh, Okay. You're going to ask a coffee guy about milk? Okay. Uh, good for your cereals, man. Uh, I love a good almond. Okay. That's uh, good. I am heavily into oat milk right now. Dude, me too, dog. Heavily. That's all I eat my cereal with. It's pretty much eating cereal with cereal. <clears throat> sure is. Just oats, milk. So almond, oats. oat, and yeah. then it would do 2% would be like... God damn. If it, if it was like... Okay. So you so you'll go there. I'll go there if I have to. So two, not even one percent. Just do like the the muck. The dude, uh, I'm not doing watered down milk. I'm hey doing real milk or not real milk. Well, sounds like uh, you're one step below the real shit, which is whole milk, my G. So if you want to talk about drinking real milk, dude, it's whole milk now. Yeah, and you can have a stomach ache for 13 days. <laughs> or true. Take it even a step further. Maybe you should try. It. Oh God, it makes my stomach literally. I almost fucking gag. I I couldn't tell you the last time I had regular milk. Lucky though. Charms and buttermilk, dude. <laughs> Heavy whipping cream. Um, That'd be fire, actually, probably. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms. 
I'm in my head. I'm like, do I go with chocolate pebbles or do I do fruity pebbles? Oh, that's the fucking dichot. That not dichotomy. Jesus Christ. That is the divide in my head. Every time I go shopping for cereal. Right. Right. Which one am I grabbing this week? Jesus just Christ. just shoving mouthfuls. And of for it. some reason, why can't we ever justify getting one of each, dude? Yeah, like it has to be one or the other. It doesn't have to be that way. Yeah, but uh, so what? What do you choose though? Majority of the time, uh, I'm gonna say fruity. Okay. I go fruity, okay. and then um, Cheerios. I'm gonna Just go Cheerios. Honey nut Cheerios. Honey nut Cheerios. Thank God. Holy shit! You scared me for a second, dude. Yellow I forget, box. Can I forget. Fuck off. Dog. I forgot. There's other ones. There's just regular <laughs> Cheerios. I'm like, who in the fuck hates themselves this much? But th- it's, it's funny. It's funny we're talking about this is because yeah. this is how I used to describe going on tour to people. Is uh, some comics, yeah, go out and they get the drinks and they hang out with the women. And yeah, they do all the the fun. Whatever, right? Or whatever your whatever the fun thing is. is. Yeah, that right. doesn't sound that fun to me. What I do, yeah, is I go back to my Airbnb and I open the box of cereal that I bought, and I have a couple bowls victory cereal. <laughs> yeah, dude. And that's how I close out my <laughs> night of touring. <laughs> that is just, oh man, you know there is two different kinds of people, um, <laughs> bro. A blunt and some cereal to end my night is just. Why wouldn't you ever want to end your night like that? Yeah. It's also like when they're like, Zach, we're going to go eat all this fried food at three in the morning. You want to join us? And in my head, I'm like, I have cereal. Yeah. That I'm going to do. I'm going to eat the whole box because no one else is here. Yep. And if you're eating with someone at 3 a.m., you know, half of them are fucked up. And I don't even really like to be around people that are fucked up. I just like, I just rather be at home watching The Office, dude, eating uh, fucking Lucky Charms out of a goddamn ceramic mixing bowl. Like just oh, a yeah. ungodly amount of cereal, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The whole, the whole of both containers, dude. The, there's, there's the box there's a, of cereal and the milk. Just oh, oh yeah. Well, see here now. Here's my technique, dude. Like I'm not gonna, you know, I'm kind of done judging people on their technique. If you pour milk first, you're a psycho. That's, I mean, you just can't even argue that. No, if you pour milk first, you grew up in a house where you're not allowed to make noise. I mean, I guess that's a little makes a little more sense, but that cereal's loud no matter where what you're pouring it into. And let me tell you something else, my I friend. Say that and I, let me tell I, you something else real okay, quick. All right, all right. If you fucking grow up, uh-huh. lose the habit. Our, yeah, arcade conditioning. Yeah. Jesus, you know what I mean, dude. Yeah. Human condition changes all the fucking time. Stop pouring your fucking milk first, dude. You're not a child they, maybe anymore. Maybe they need to hear that. Maybe they need to hear that. And hopefully they do. And if yeah. you know someone like that, send this to them, please. I'm just trying to fucking help you guys, man. I said I was not trying to get crazy about the preference, dude. Uh-huh. But I lied. All right? <laughs> I can't help it, man. Uh-huh. Fuck. Okay. So what I was going to say is yeah. my technique, dude. All right. So I pour like... I don't know, maybe two minutes worth of cereal in my bowl. It's it's a it's a time thing. Two minutes worth of cereal. Two minutes approximately approximately eight spoonfuls. You know. Okay. You follow Where's me? This, oh, yeah, I get it, but I don't Check know where it's going. Though. So yeah, I yeah. pour all the milk I need first. Oh, okay. and once I finish all this, the fucking crunchy, yeah, not soggy cereal, I'll re up, dude. I'll just cover the top of it and just whoop, 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 whoop. that's it. And let's eat it. Just crunchy as fuck, dog. It never gets soggy ever. People, uh, never mind. I can't talk about it, man. I get too pissed off, bro. 
I like the. I like the. I, my dad lets his cereal sit for a minute, dude. Mm-hmm. I want to fucking stab him in his stomach, dude. Uh, okay. Here, I can hear it get soggy. Like, yeah, like, yeah. It's fucking disgusting. Uh, that tells me a lot about you. It okay. really does. I, uh, I don't have self control. A mm. lot of like in a lot of points, of my, I do now. Yeah. I feel like now I'm getting pretty good. Okay. But I've always been like, if I'm gonna eat that thing, I'm shoving the whole thing in my mouth right away. So I load up with all the cereal, all the milk, and I'm just eating it. Yeah. And I don't care what the portions of anything. I'm no. It doesn't even I don't I'm not even thinking about hard or soggy. How quickly can I get this box into my face? Okay. Is all I'm thinking. So I'm filling the bowl with the cereal. I'm filling the bowl with the milk. And then I'm just the biggest spoon possible. If it's a serving spoon that they use at Chipotle, preferable. perfect. <laughs> yeah, and I'm preferable. just going to just a shove. Hor- a horchata scoop. Yes, <laughs> a horchata <laughs> scoop. In my goddamn, a four-ounce scoop in yeah. my mouth. That's just four ounces <laughs> at a time. And I'm going to finish that bowl in yeah. record time. Yeah. And I'm already pouring the next one. Dude, I respect it, man. Um, I respect it, dude. But I'm going to let you know something. <laughs> I can't stop hearing you say that you didn't care if it was soggy or crunchy, man. I'm eating it too quick to yeah, care. Yeah, I know. But, you know, uh, you should care if your cereal soggy, dog. Dude, you're spending too much time thinking about all the textures, bro. I'm done. It's te- you're like you're on your like first nah. bowl. <laughs> you're on your first bowl. I'm finishing the box. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. As long as you're outpacing the fucking sogginess of the cereal, probably. I hope you are. <laughs> I hope you don't even know what you're talking about in that regard. <laughs> I hope you've only eaten crunchy cereal and you're like, I just fucking love cereal and you've never even had soggy the idea cereal. That your dad lets you sit at all. <laughs> <laughs> makes me angry me. <laughs> because know. it's like you're, you're okay God so you're buying damn. a snickers bar and you're taking it out of the package and just putting it on the counter being like i'm gonna wait for it to do something no <laughs> i'm just i bought it i'm eating it yeah dude it's uh <laughs> it's fucked up man people are like wait for your wait for your food to cool down and it's just burning my mouth i'm like no i'm eating yeah, it fuck you shannon sharon <laughs> fuck uh, some white name. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, you know, people telling me yeah. to wait till my food cools down. It's like, dude, sh- for one, shut the fuck up. Second, I can tell how hot it is. Yeah, I ordered this I'll soup. fucking stop yeah. if it hurts too bad. I know what's too hot. Yeah. I'm going to tr- for sure take that first bite, bro. I'm going <laughs> to test that water. And if it's good, it's I'm, I'm in there, bro. And yeah. you know what? You get to the middle of the dish that's sometimes hotter than the rest of it, and you don't even give you don't even give it a second thought. And you slide it in your mouth, dude, and you just feel the top of your mouth just just coated in pain. Yeah. And you're like, well, I don't. Now I, there's no turning back. I don't think I love myself to, enough to care. You know, like I'm gonna cause the pain. Because I want that happiness out of that. I feel food. like I fe- yeah. I feel like those two things coincide pretty beautiful. Pain and food. I mean, I'm a sucker for it. Both of them. You know what I mean? I I create both pain and food for myself. Same. Um, yeah. Very frequently. <laughs> with with a, a irresponsible yeah. habituality. Um, that's a crazy word. Um, hold on. Let me make sure that's a word, bro. Sometimes I just get lit, and I just start saying shit. I'm pretty sure that is a I, tense. I just agreed with you. 
Um, but, uh, this doesn't happen very often. I'm just counting myself. Yep, and I uh, accurately used that word. And this has been uh, brought to you by Desert Edge High School, class of 2009. Hey, congrats, um, man! You just kidding. That. No, dude, seriously, man. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go off on a tangent. But I'm, this is a fact. I uh, my vocabulary was not limited. I wasn't a fucking idiot, but like, uh huh. The first time I took mushrooms, dude. Yeah. I started saying words that I never had said on a normal basis before, and they were like correctly used. I've heard them, I'm sure. Right. Whatever. I don't know. I'm not saying like mushrooms unlocked like me being smarter. Or, mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Yeah. Even words like beautiful yeah. to describe things, I never used that before. That I was just an angry fucking asshole before I uh, started smoking weed and doing drugs and stuff. Thank you for having me on the Joe yeah. Rogan experience. Yeah, I, uh, I was. Yeah, I was straight edge, dude, for seven years, bro. Like, <laughs> straight, sick. I have tattoos and shit. It's fucking embarrassing. But um, uh, yeah. After that, dude, I just started. You're shitting on my eyebrow ring. Hey, man, listen. <laughs> you're right. You're, you're right. Eh? <laughs> oh fuck! All right, I gotta shut down. No. Um, <laughs> no, you knew where that was going, so I don't gotta. I don't take it. I don't take it any further, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just I think uh, mushrooms. Made me a genius, dude. I see in binary code. I don't even know what you actually look like. It's everyone's crazy. been <laughs> saying that at the open mics. <laughs> at the open mics, they're like, Baba's a genius after those mushrooms. <laughs> dude, did you fucking did you notice his, his vocab change? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. He's prolific. Uh, I don't know. Dude. Oh. <laughs> He's sick, huh? <laughs> okay, dude. Uh, we're coming up. I told myself I'd, I I'm not doing any um anything more than two hours anymore. <laughs> but I wanted to push it as far as I came with you because okay. I enjoyed every fucking second of this shit, dude. Um, I really enjoy uh you having yeah. This was a great time sharing your experience with me, get insights, all that stuff. I'm sure people listening to it are gonna have great entertainment value. Great, uh, the best entertainment value. I can't do a Trump impression. I'm sorry. I shouldn't even tried that. Um. <laughs> And if you're a comic listening to this dude, just listen to it once a month, man, and just listen to Zach's advice. Listen to his fucking build. Just take notes, man. Don't be a fucking bitch. You know what I mean? Help yourself. So this has been my TED Talk. Um, Zach, please remind everybody where we can find you at social media, okay. what you got coming up. Um, this, okay. will be re- this will be released next Wednesday or, th- or this coming Wednesday. So whatever you have coming up okay. in lieu of uh, speak. I think um, I think I I'll still have the tea espresso show. Mm-hmm. So comedy, it's a show that I'm putting on once a month at Tea Espresso downtown, not far from where we are right now. No, and uh, it's just a booked with a lot of fun people. Five dollars, good hangout. Uh, so that'll be uh, on Friday. Okay, um, find it on Facebook, Instagram me, whatever. I'll get you. Something. It, it, if you're listening to this podcast and you come, I'll I'll give you some kind of deal or something, wow. or some stickers, or I'll I'll wow. hook you up if you told me you heard about it from the show. Yeah, dude, that'd be um, fucking great. Don't be a bitch and go, please go. Uh, I have that coming up. Uh, I have a whole tour that I'm putting on for early next year. Uh, so those dates will be out soon. Uh, you can find me at ZachLyman.com, Zach Lyman on Facebook, Zach Lyman Podcast on Instagram. Yes, yes. 
Uh, Zach Lyman on Twitter. <laughs> Dude, uh, yeah. It uh, just Google's, if you want to know anything about Zach Lyman, Z A C H L Y M A N. C K. C K. Z- okay. Z- <laughs> fuck. Z A C K L Y M A N. Google, Instagram, whatever, fuck. Whatever you do, man, just go follow him on everything if you can, right? Yeah, might as well. Fucking sign up for your newsletter on your fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. on your yeah, uh, website. Yeah. Do something. I'll yeah. make sure all the links are posted below, um, and so yeah. you guys won't have a hard time. And finding you, uh, him. you guys gotta head over to the Zach Lyman podcast. And at some point, I'm gonna have Bubba on, and that episode will be out, and it's gonna be a killer one. So that, I'm looking forward. That's a future thing that I'm looking forward that'd to. That'd be great, dude. We got a future teller here. We never had a future teller before on the podcast. It was a very <laughs> special moment. Um, we'll see if his uh, his uh, I almost said Gypsy, but that's not PC anymore. Man, I didn't know that. <laughs> didn't even know that was ever a thing that was derogatory in any form. But I, hey, we changing with the times, bro. Again, this is my voice. That's Bubba's yeah, voice. Yeah. Those are things Bubba said. But I, you know, you know, I did say the word. The word. It's dude. The fucking word is. F- uh, you know what I mean? Like, if you're just casually using it in a sentence and don't think it's uh, there's a problem, then there's a problem. But, like, you know, <laughs> I said the word because I didn't say it, and I'm proud of myself because I was, like, trying to p- create some visual picture, and, like, everyone has a visual picture when you say the G word, dude. You know what I mean? No, I have no idea yes, what you're talking about. Yes, you fucking do, man. <laughs> Everybody, bro. Everybody has a general, like, picture. Again, <laughs> this is my voice. Uh, I did not say the word. <laughs> Whatever, dude. You fuck, You say retard on stage, so. No, I've, like, n- I've never said that. I've never said that. Don't start putting that shit out there. <laughs> dude, Zach Lyman is, is a fucking saint. He would never say that on stage. I just like, uh, I had to do, I don't know why. Anyways, all right, man. <laughs> um, you can uh, head over to manscaped.com uh, one more time. Thank you guys for so much for sponsoring the podcast. Um, go ahead and get your balls clean, your dick clean, and uh, call call someone over, dude, and show them. Um, with consent, though, of yeah. course, don't just show your dick to anybody. Don't pull... You know, Louis C.K. on anyone and get in trouble. But, um, you know, go to manscaped.com and enter code TIRED for 20% off and free shipping. And also head over to our wonderful sponsors at covacoffee.com and enter the code COBA5 for $5 off your first purchase. They've got a whole bunch of good shit. Um, they released um, some new uh, flavors and bags from different peeps. It's a, it's a wonderful thing they got going on over there. So I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Hella Tired Podcast. If you feeling generous, feel free to subscribe to the podcast for one dollar a month. Uh, that is three cents a day. Um, you can do that. Uh, I love you guys. <laughs> Bye.